The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine like, his head I being inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that are putting their fingers over the license? Keichi Tuchia. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Lane. Uh, Mark. And this is an episode. Here we go, folks. An episode of we're, the Driving we're really, awesome we're really doing it. We're really doing it, guys. Uh, how you guys doing? You know, we do. We <laughs> <laughs> Art is on Zoom. We're on Zoom, of course, but uh, Art has had this 275 GTB uh, on his wall behind his head, and now today he has two giraffes wearing reading glasses. Is that what's By going the on? way, the placement is like really frustrating me. Actually, <laughs> it's tattered because it's like brown. coming out no of his head. He, he um, has he has a he has a um, island boy giraffe hair, basically. Yeah. So what happened, Art? Did you lose the bet, or what, what's up? Uh, yeah, no, uh, Amelia really didn't like that poster. She, she, <laughs> she, she wanted this, she wanted that one right there. And, uh, um, in your office, no yeah, less. She took over. This is, this is how it goes, you know? It's a slow takeover. I see. You lose, uh, 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 there's this one guy I met in Germany. He would always like to say, you lose control. You lose control, you know? So just regarding kids or life? Uh, everything. Anything, <laughs> just it's a all blanket about, statement. All about, yeah, owning it, right? I mean, so. I think that's like the. <clears throat> I remember listening to Howard Stern, uh, Gary Delabate. He would he came in one day and he said uh, they had chicken the night before and he got the shittiest piece of chicken, basically. Like he's like his family, his wife, everyone got the good chicken. He yeah. got last pick and it was like one shitty shriveled up drumstick. You know, that's kind of how it goes. Uh, that's kind of like the analogy of. Um, you know, just being a dad, being a, you know? Being a dad, right? Yeah, and you end up going to a, the American Girls store yesterday and hanging oh, out. Dude. You know? Yeah, for no. sure. You're no. <laughs> did you do that? You know, you're wearing tutus yeah. and, you know. Some guy, some guy named Lane did that. Lane, you went to American Girls store? Yeah. Which one did you pick out? Um, I, I really like the 80s one. I forget her name, like Chloe or something. <laughs> it's pretty rad, actually. She has, like, there's, like, a mini, there's a Pac-Man. She has a Walkman. She has, um... Like oh she has a Care Bear from no. it's all eighties stuff, dude. I can't hang. I mean I I'm a you know all dad, a, a a boy dad I guess you guys would call it, but you and Art I don't call it girl dad. I don't I, Art wears the t shirt. I don't do that stuff. So. Oh you don't? Yeah it's a, it's, no. it's kind of my brand. Yeah like I, you know he subscribes to Girl Dad magazine. It's weird. I have I have I have a coffee <laughs> have a mug Kobe and Bryant. everything. Yeah yeah well welcome to the club I guess or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all it's all dudes in here. I Two built. Dude uh, cats. I built, as a matter of fact, and we're, this is uh, on topic. We um, I built an American Girl uh, bed, bunk bed for Amelia last night. So I'm all in oh, on the American Girl stuff. Sick, right. Wow. Dude. Yeah, yeah, we have the um, we have like a whole vet center. 
It's, pretty, oh, it's getting nice. wild, dude. Yeah. C four, C five. COVID tests or what do you guys yeah. do there? Do you guys? Do oh, exactly. I got. I guess C four, C five. I got you, dude. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. COVID nope. test. All right. So, Art, are you taking uh, business calls with this backdrop? Uh, yeah. No, I just. This is all for you guys, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you have uh, you know, your other little nooks. You used to have a curtain. Yeah, a, yeah, the curtain's window. over there. It's yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I, And then I look at the open. little rainbows on the window. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys missed out. <laughs> With the there clouds. Yeah, little like new. decals on his window next to him that are. Uh, I love it. Yeah, little clouds with rainbows above. Those them. are actually homemade. Um, they're like these little gelatin sort of things that you like. You know, you, it's almost like a glue that you squirt onto a template or like a um, a stencil. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so she made. Um, there's an alien on there. We got a rhino and uh, rainbows. Yeah. Good. Yeah, this All is right. the equivalent Ooh. of getting stickers on the inside of your. Uh, windows oh, of your God, car the, right the banana the banana <laughs> stickers on the inside of your car and like the yeah. crappy paper stickers that rip off that and uh yeah it's, it's horrible i don't play that game at all every one of heidi's cars was like that it was just, so God, lane i don't know if you saw um uh shit i'm spacing out his name right now uh, uh, uh he drives Dr. the Dre? civic si the ep3 um steve, Ro- steve? rob oh, rob rob rob, rob. so rob uh, posted a video or is it a story yesterday i guess because you know he installs blinds and curtains and shades and stuff yeah. and um and he went to a house and he was redoing the shades and uh there was i mean literally cr- crayon everywhere like in the not just in a room it was the entire house like he went through the entire Whoa, house i did not see that and i'm like and i was gonna i was gonna dm it to you guys and be like is this lane's new Whoa. place <laughs> Dude, that sounds amazing. Like every single wall, dude, in the entire house, there's just crayon everywhere. And That's he contributed. Crazy, yeah. He like I think they were just re- they were actually redoing the house, like um, you know, it was it was an apartment or something. So uh-huh. he went and drew something on there too. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Damn. crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah I gotta call imagine? Rob up to. He needs to fix my. Uh, I need to call him up to do my skylight in my living room. It's like gnarly, dude. Yeah, well, like it to put a shade like, on it or something. Yeah, I just put a shade or something. Yeah. It's like, it blasts you, dude. Like yep. the whole, it's like, it it's, gets wild. Dude, mm. I know. I, I actually talked to him about it a while back because we have the same issue. And um, I ended up using like a film. Um, You know, there's like oh, a Oh, I was thinking about that too, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically like tint, you know. Um, But mm-hmm. you can do like a mirrored film. Um, yeah. And, um, and yeah, I looked at a bunch of different options. Uh, Yeah, at one point I had the, it was just almost like a, like a, opaque like diffuser kind of thing you know where it's like it's all it's not like transparent but like that yeah. also helps it but yeah the best solution is to actually block it and i was looking at those those arrangements and they can get super expensive because you can do motorized and all kinds of shit so yeah yeah or you get and then yeah the cheap way is the one like a big wand basically you twist it basically like yeah 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 fun times we'll figure it out it's yeah. basically like yeah, like a car shade, right? Tying it right back into cars. It's uh-huh. like you pull it but up. But it's on the one side. of those things, like in my living room, like you just don't want to be in the living room for like four hours in the afternoon, essentially, because it it'll like hit you wherever you are. Yeah, yeah, All yeah, right. dude. And it's it's a weird thing too, especially if it doesn't have a, a UV coating or anything on it. Like you're mm-hmm. basically you're tanning all day, right? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you fall in asleep, wake up, you're all crispy. Yeah, <laughs> crispy exactly. cream. Yeah. Speaking of skylights, uh, my sister bought a house out in your old neck of the woods, Art Watsonville. Yeah. Um, but more specifically, the uh, the hills. I'm gonna send you some pictures real quick. Um, 
it's a cool little house uh, on like an acre and a half. Really neat area. Like everything grows up there. and That's cool. It's very country, but you're not too far from stuff. But um, it came with a detached building. And it's so funny, like this is the, my gripe with real estate listings is that they never take pictures of the garage. They'll like mm-hmm. mention it maybe yeah. or, you know, or even like an outbuilding. It'll be like a picture in the distance of this like cool outbuilding, but there's no interior photos. There's and no it'll information. it'll say something like 600 square foot. Um, yeah. Built a, like a additional building. You're like, what? My dream, you mean? Like, well, let's <laughs> it's see. It's like this all thing. we care about, right? And that's yeah, exactly. 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 And so, so this is off the side of the property. And I'm like, oh my God. And by the way, for the listeners, it's just a metal, you know, corrugated metal building, but it's got a lot of style to it and it's big and it's got really nice doors. Like they're heavy metal doors that open probably fit like, I don't know, six, seven, eight cars in there. Easy. Yep, that's the- and he's, he's all in, he's got two motorcycles and he's a builder and has all oh, these sick. tools and stuff, but, um, Dude, he's going to make rad. it more of like a workshop with like woodworking yeah. material, like there's going to be a welding area and like it's it's more for like almost crafts and stuff and i'm like dude just just put this put a wall right here this will be like the really nice area to work on your car over here you can have storage like, it's just all i think about is the car angle dude but that's it's really cool, cool. You, and it has good lighting cuz i whole, know and it's it's yeah. totally cool it's got skylights and um but it's definitely not uh you know i don't think it's very watertight or definitely not airtight definitely slash like not the front rodent doors or rodent tight it's like five inch gaps underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty exactly. much. I love like, yeah. you know, stuff like this. Like if you look at it from the exterior, as you said, it's like corrugated metal, like total rusty, like surface rust and like very industrial looking. Like it'd be rad to keep it as is from the exterior and then I know. do it super modern on the inside. Right. Totally. Like, yeah. Or just put like really nice lighting in there and have it all clean. You could and easily cool. do it too. Cause it's like a pretty clean open building. Dude, and the pad is really nice. It's super nice concrete. They must have mined it from really deep art. Oh, and cool, then, uh, it's it's very <laughs> yeah. high quality stuff. Wasserville um, has such good concrete mines. I yeah, know. that's like one so, of their things. Um, they're anyways. a massive um, uh, concrete resource. Um, dude, that's so true. I can't remember the freaking name of the Instagram account. I was looking it up right now. But there's a, there's a a shop in Japan. It's like in the outskirts of Tokyo, and it looks like this. Like it's like super rustic, and the lifts are outside. Um, like Lane's favorite uh, muffler shop yeah. in Belmont, and yep. uh, and they only service like you know the best of the best stuff, right? So they have Miras up there, and they have like you know F40s and 73RSs and all kinds of cool shit. And so that's like their whole thing is like they preserved like it's like a little shop. They preserve the aesthetic, but like they work on really awesome stuff, and they have really legit mechanics working there. And they all so is like interior. What's that? Interiors all all modern? Yeah. Well, no. It's like it's the interior is all old school. Like like they have like all the best tools and shit. But it's like it's not grungy, but just like it's got that patina, old, the patina old school vibe, right? Like and uh, yep. and so the guys also wear like like matching like these overalls. They remind me of like sixties like Japanese Formula One like pit crews. Like uh, they have little hats and stuff and. It's, right, right, d- dude. What the heck Coveralls is it called? Coveralls and gold-plated tools and stuff. Yeah, so those there's tools, a guy. It, they it, use those it, tools that Clark has. Like, I was just gonna say, dude. They're he so has gold-plated crazy. ones right now, dude. I know. I don't, I don't get it at all, dude. It's so gnarly. I think Harbor Freight just introduced a gold-plated tool. It's just a. It's just so a. So I was at Clark's. Uh, this is Clark Sopper as Roundcat Racing. I was at his shop the other day, and he goes, "Oh, check these out." And he brought out his little gold set, his gold tool set that he got from that. What's the company, Warren? Dude, I cannot Nepro. remember it. 
Nepro. Nepro. But so he got these Nepro line? tools, and I'm like, oh, these are cool. And we're saying Nepro a few, t- few times, whatever. I'm on Instagram that night. I get I get ads for Nepro the seen, gold tools. Never seen never them seen ever. One. Nope. No, they're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. Dude, that's wild. Um, yeah, there's a... Uh, fuck. I can't it's find crazy. it, dude. But yeah, I, w- I wanted to share with you guys because I thought I followed the guy. I don't know, but um, there's a they have like a photographer that's always there, and he's somehow affiliated with them. And um, I actually found out through the grapevine, like you know, some people I know out there that apparently it's like a very, very big like like corporate real estate guy uh, who owns like you know a tremendous amount of real estate in Tokyo. And so this is kind of like his little fun retirement project or something. <laughs> um, sounds like he doesn't need to make money, so he made a. All that the coolest shops and places, you're like, how do they do that? And you're like, yeah, well, yeah. they put money yeah. into it every year and they lose. They don't make well, money. Not only that, he, he probably has like six insane cars. And he's like, I really want somewhere to take it, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm always yep. first in line. That's like his private, uh, yeah, mechanic yeah. crew, right? Or pit crew or whatever. Yep. Um, but it's a yep. super cool scene. And like, there's a lot of that stuff in Japan, you know, like I know Larry's covered it's so it. Niche. And like Dino's covered a bunch of stuff. Like, just like those old school little shops that are tiny and they have like amazing cars and it's just like the one guy. Right. And you have it in, in all over the world too. Right. For different makes and stuff. But um, yeah. yeah. And you spe- have this stuff here too, but it doesn't tend to be, I don't know. Maybe it's not explored as much or um, it's maybe not quite as cool. Right. I just don't think there's much of it. It's so niche there. There's a niche for everything. Like people, yeah, there like, is that st- no. like I went to this shop on the East Bay once and um, I was, I went there for a customer of mine that had a, I forget what he had. Oh, he had his GTR there for some reason. Um, and I go there and the guy's like, he's rebuilding a 917 engine, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like this old, it's one of those little Quonset huts in East Bay, like in Oakland, mm-hmm. like the most unassuming place ever. You walk through another place to get to his place. And it's like, you know, 914 real 914 6 gt sitting there next to a 917 engine he's rebuilding for like canepa next yeah. to like us a, a real 73 rs and like and then you know and then he has like a g an, an r32 something and then you know like kind of crazy stuff dude and then he has stuff hidden away that you're like it it's like just straight up it's like a little gold mine like treasure it's yeah treasure trove yeah. of stuff but he's just this dude and well, it's i just think one those guys guy are so, and he's just they're hangs so out hard there. to find right like yeah. you, once you find a guy like that then he just attracts all this work so he goes from working on a few cool cars to then having a shop full well and this guy doesn't have a the shop name out. anywhere he doesn't advertise yeah it's yeah, all yeah. word of mouth it's, yeah. yeah that's so yeah. cool yeah and I, and i remember years ago i was talking to lane about that like even before i was involved with dwa like we're we we're just talking about like a, a cool concept is like kind of what Dino has done for Japan, but to do it here, like, you know, and I'm sure like people like Joe Polo and people like that, like they know the guy that builds like those, the drag racing transmissions for these specific cars. And it's kind of like that scene, right? Where like, he's got a cool shop. You always have amazing cars outside and, but they're just totally unknown. And, um, yeah, it's speaking of, you know, uh, on a related subject, like I was talking to Clark again, like just last night. Cause I was like, dude, like, like what's the scene like for like S600s and S800s, you know? Cause like all, all car valleys are going nuts. Right. And I'm like, dude, are these going to be impossible to buy soon? And he's like, well, everything's going crazy, but like, they're still pretty affordable. You know, you can get them between 30 to 50 grand for decent ones. But like, he's like, if you're seriously considering it, here's a list of shit. No one has parts. No one knows how to work on them. Everything's obsolete. 
they're high maintenance in every way. Like, you know, they're, they're super high strung little formula one motors. Right. So like, it's like, everything is crazy about them. So you have to really, really be super passionate. And then like, here's the worst part about it. Like that's one thing, right? Tinker toy, third, fourth, fifth car. Like that's a fun car that you take once in a while out and have fun with. But the worst part about it is like, they're just not suited for us roads. You know, they're fucking tiny. They're super light. Like, you know, bumps disrupt them. You know, they, they're not, great at speed like you're obviously driving with fucking gigantic cars everywhere with modern you know crash structures and stuff so it's like you know it it definitely is very special but like everything is is kind of a pain in the ass about him now and like he's like dude like they require like regular maintenance they um you know if driven regularly twenty thousand mile rebuilds full engine rebuilds uh and uh and then on top of that you know they have four little carburetors that need to be synchronized like they have all these weird little leaks and shit like you're so um, out art dude on top of that he's like by the way it's ferrari pricing for all the parts (laughs) great (laughs) and no one knows how to work on them and no one knows how to work on there's two mechanics in the country and he said both of them have year-long waits to do like engine rebuilds and like big big maintenance stuff so it's like dude it's it's a bummer you know like they're they're, i think a lot of cars are going to turn into that too it's just There'll yeah. be fewer and fewer shops open as, as mechanics retire and people pass away and they're not giving that knowledge down to this younger generation that's looking at uh, making Gorilla NFTs instead of working on a carburetor. So Yeah, but is there yeah. interest? That's the thing too, right? It's like, do, um, I guess there there is some, but like it's not, there's no fervor. Well, this <laughs> will always back be... To if the scene's big enough, people will start like... Right, there's always more be ability to shops. like build parts and stuff like that they'll, yeah there'll always be big high rod shops there'll be big restoration shops for the high dollar stuff but for a niche car like an s600 or something similar it's yeah two guys basically <laughs> i don't think there's gonna be a new guy coming along mm-hmm. it's like get, i need a business loan what's your idea s600s i'm all in we're doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude yeah it's, right. yeah i think there's some That's relevant fine. questions in here about that maybe I, I saw something earlier about v12s um get all relevant I'm let's like uh aggressively trying to find this freaking account but um i'll see if i can find it and share it with the world anyways let's go to the questions all right uh kellen patler says what's your least favorite car from your favorite manufacturer and what's your favorite car from your least favorite manufacturer this is a really good question Jeez, that was a great I, question I, I thought of one uh related to least favorite manufacturer favorite car uh the Dodge Charger Hellcat widebody is mm. my favorite car from my least favorite manufacturer. Wow, that's your least favorite, huh? I mean, what other Dodge would I ever even think of buying or recommending? I can't think of one. Yeah. What okay. would it be? They're all pretty cool right now, though, right? Like, like they're because they're all Hellcat. <laughs> but I mean, out. compared, <laughs> but compared to like, oh yeah, I'm saying the Hellcat widebody sedan is my favorite. Dude, the Durango is fucking dope. Like, I mean, that, that's actually a legitimately good car. Uh, the rest are, I don't know. I mean, I how many cars do they make now? Compared they to they only the make alter- like three cars. Oh, really? Compared to the alternative. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Ram, Ram is not a Dodge, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Ram, Ram's its own thing now, I guess. Oh, it is? Well, yeah, and Jeep is different, too. And I'm yeah. trying to pull. Um, Buick is my least favorite because I would, I could, I personally could never drive a Buick. <laughs> but um, oh, there it is, the Encore. That's that's. <laughs> uh, they do make. They still make the Encore. Um, but that Regal, the Regal wagon, like Brad has, is pretty nice looking car. I haven't European made that in a while though. Opal. They don't make. Oh wait a minute, is it current cars or all cars actually? Do we all know? cars. Doesn't, 
Doesn't say. Ooh, he just says that, car. That's so it yeah, could yeah. be a 1920s car. Oh my god, that's a lot. Yep. Um, I don't know what my least favorite car manufacturer is. So I'm trying to think of that. Your favorite car manufacturer, both of you guys, is Porsche, right? So what's your least favorite Porsche? 912e. Oh, mm. good one. It's a good candidate. I mean, or does that still have some like uh, classic, like maybe a, a V6 first gen, oh, first yeah. V6 C- Cayenne? Yeah, exactly. But see, even then, that's pretty useful. It's a nice, <laughs> nice would, useful car. I'd probably go with like, that's hard, dude. Hmm. I might say 912e. That's a good one. Just because it's like one of those, like they make the good one. And then they like it was like scabbed together from it, it was just parts. for economy purposes, right? Like that was it was yeah. it was both for fuel economy and for affordability. Well, and um, to fill a, it was just made to fill a gap, right? They stopped making the 914, and they had and extra they parts. had left yeah. they had extra they had extra engines and they had bodies and they're like let's just put these together because we need a cheap car still. So yeah, what I was get the worst? a little frustrated. Like 912s in general, I don't really. I, they don't speak to me just because they're um there is a better alternative right like like a 911 is so good and then a 912 is like everyone that has a 912 is like yeah but the weight balance is better you're like okay cool um yeah you keep you keep talking about that that weight distribution that's all you have, like, really. If right? you want it, weight yeah. distribution, then don't buy a ni- don't buy a rear engine car, right? If that's what yeah. you're looking for. Yeah, it's a yeah. I guess that's if anything, there's some maybe something there. Like it's a feel thing, but um, better is subjective. I think the outside of that though, it's like loses out on everything, right? Like because yeah. you know, I I think I you know mentioned it years ago on the podcast. It's like I was considering building like a really rad one, right? Like like a fully yep, hopped up motor and all that. that. And I drove one with a very hopped up motor and, you know, with very solid power, you know, more than a 911T. And the sound just is a total letdown. That's like, it kills everything, you know, like, cause you're, you have everything, but then it's just like your flat six sounds so rad. <laughs> then you have the yeah, flat yeah. four does not. Um, so that it alone is, is a total deal breaker. Um, what about, uh, did they make a, they made an automatic 914, right? Sportomatic or whatever. Oh. You know that's a good question. I don't remember a nine fourteen. They made nine twelves with with Sportomatic. So that's that's the worst of the worst, right? Yeah, it's pretty that, bad. Dude. That's pretty bad. Yeah. How about it? Uh, really bad. There might be like there might be like one mm. like three nine fourteens that ever were in Sportomatic. You know, it's like one of yeah, those weird okay. ones. Yeah. Okay. So then but, it's like probably more valuable somehow. Yeah. Uh, um, I was all right. So anything? Uh, what about the uh, least favorite manufacturer? Let's just establish that. You I know, know. what is it? Buick. Is it? Art Infinity Buick. or Buick? Which one? Infinity, really? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. That's like, my wife's least favorite. I was originally thinking currently, so I had I had a list. I know of Lincoln is a current, like a current contender. I'd say. Okay. Although, it's not that. It's I guess Buick's way worse. Buick's gotten better styling, but I don't know. Lincoln shit Navigator about is like a decent at what it for what it yeah. does, right? We we've, we've yeah, read them. Yeah. Um, the Lincoln sedan doesn't look hor- like compared to a contemporary Buick. I think it's definitely better. Yeah, looking. Yeah. I was thinking like Fiat this makes such junky cars, uh, but but, but historically Abarth, there's some cool stuff, right? For sure, yeah. for sure. And there's much worse cars than the Abarth 
500. It's so current, hard. You say, like, Mitsubishi <laughs> is, like, Mitsubishi has to be bottom oh. of the barrel right now, right? But yeah, that's yeah. Like fa- super rad, you have to right? Their so favorite. Yeah. I know that's what's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, you have to. It's it's really difficult because a lot of these cars have had fantastic. They've had their heyday. Hyundai was fucking terrible, as was Kia, and now are actually yeah. really good. So yeah, like dude, like a Kia Sepia is probably one of my least favorite cars. Period. Right? Like it's such a pile of garbage, like in every way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. like that that is probably the least favorite of a. But it's but now I it's really Sophia, like them. Actually, Sophia. It, I'm not gonna say. I don't know. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know. This question's too hard. I, I'll. I, I really say, really like Hyundai Kia now. I think they're doing amazing stuff, both from design yeah. and driving dynamics and everything. But like that is probably the least favorite. But it's kind of a shitty answer, right? Because that's when they first started in this in this market, and they were crappy because they were new. Um, but. But they've like mm. held their like if you're looking at it contemporarily, like Nissan's worse than Hyundai or Kia and uh um Buick's yeah. way worse and Mitsubishi's worse. Yeah. I mean and I'm thinking also like a, I, I'm, I'm kind of writhing over here just putting my pigeonholing myself into Porsche as my favorite brand. Like I don't know why I don't want to accept that because <laughs> I, I also I'm a fan of other brands, but I'm, is it really my favorite? Hmm. Well, I guess I was thinking modern cars. And when we had that question, if you could pick one brand, yeah. and you both pick Porsche. Yeah. So that's well, why that's that wasn't why I even said modern. It. That was throughout history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's right. I, that's right. Yeah. There's like and there's also like so many. There's a bunch of brands we don't get here. Right. Like there's like 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 the Geely's and the. You know, even even uh, Lancia today, right? Like, just like a bunch of other weird ones. Yeah, um, but those are those aren't. But that could count as like a bad one, right? Like, or BYD, oh, yeah, which sure. is like that Chinese brand that you know I drove one of those in like Indonesia once or in Malaysia once. Um, for sure. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it, or maybe we need an era. We just need an era. We need an That's era. All. It's just too hard. Yeah, there's too because even we, Pontiac, Let's like, say let's say contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. The last ten years. Yeah, because like <laughs> yeah, Pontiac is rough, right? Like Pontiac also like they had some pretty epic stuff and they were pretty revolutionary in some ways. Uh, but like overall, like probably my least favorite brand. Like I think, like if but it doesn't exist anymore, right? So for all time, yeah. I I mean Pontiac. I just yeah, like they're I'm not like really into a lot of the stuff that they made, but I'm again I'm thinking, 80s, 90s, even into the 2000s before they died, like. Uh, not for me you know like there's nothing yeah. that i would personally want to own like um and then you have Trans-Am. to get in a muscle car era really because they were at the time they, that was when they really were that, that's when i i think the cars were most interesting to me i i don't know enough about the early stuff you well, probably like know john more bullock's about gto is a good example right? yeah what about a chieftain i don't know is that yeah, a good chieftain <laughs> there yeah. but the contempt like against its contemporaries it wasn't as good as like chevy or ford and stuff so shots fired all right well um yeah i think contemporary would help this question a lot okay i don't Uh, i i i tend to dislike nissan sucks and um i like the i think the little pickups are pretty good what about the new z too you like the new z yeah wouldn't that be your favorite car from the favorite car from your least favorite brand yeah i guess you could say that although i but i do like the new truck too like the new small frontier Yeah, the Frontier. Oh, okay. the, yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Okay. All right, I'm going to move on. Um, SB Expert says, if you're doing a V8 swap, 
if you're doing a V8 swap, what V8 would you use? Just period? No budget? Like, wow. I guess so. I, I would need to know about weight and what car yeah. I'm putting it into. I don't know, like, the... I know certain V8s are really heavy and LSs tend to be lighter. LS is your light one. What's yeah. up with the LC500 V8? Is that yeah, it's, uh, it's, is that it's heavy? A motor, yeah. Is it? <laughs> I'm sure it's heavier. It's all aluminum, overhead valve, oh, you know, overhead valves and everything. Overhead cam. Yeah. Or overhead yeah. cam. And, yeah, overhead yeah. cams, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the whole thing with the pushrod motor, right? Is that the uh, they have that low center of gravity, but um, but yeah, I don't know how much it weighs, but it is all aluminum, so um, that is right. a really nice motor. Makes good sounds. Um, I mean, a lot of, of the Ferrari V8s. Dude, put an F three fifty five motor in all the things. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite V eight? You've, I mean, Ferrari V eights are super fun. They're revy and everything, so that's yeah, and they look good. Good looking motor when you yeah, open yeah, the hood. Yeah, if you're gonna do, yeah, that's the thing. You got the five valve sound and all that. Of course, maintenance and blah blah blah. But if you have a car that allows you to set it up in a way that you know you don't have to do engine out services and you upgrade all the you know the brass valve guides and the exhaust manifolds and shit that fail on those cars i mean like yeah. that would that would be a, a pretty awesome way i mean that's my, one of my favorite sounding engines if not my favorite uh and you know it's pretty it's not very big and, and yeah it has great characteristics as lane said it's a very revy uh and super super fun it looks good yeah uh, what car would like it. it into Put into I mean, a, what, what's his name? Turek did it in the BRZ, right? Was that Turek? Yeah, that was a four five eight motor, right? Yep. Huh. Yep. So NA. Last yeah. of the NAs. Two forty Volvo. Ooh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, do, hmm. What about like a F three fifty five motor and an A eighty six? Yes. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you might have a winner there. Uh that's amazing. Yeah, it's um, hard to find weights for shit. Like, you know, when I was looking at, even with, like, looking at S54 swapping an E30, right? Like, there's all the accessories and shit, and, like, it's hard to find, like, the weight of the motor without, like, AC or with AC or with, you know, with how much does alternator weigh, you know, all the all the stuff. And, like, the, the good thing about, like, the S50, S52 swaps is that people have historically actually weighed them, and you can see the numbers on the scale, which is nice, you know, like, when you're swapping that into an E30. Um, but it's like hard to find good like concrete data on the shit. Have you guys driven E ninety two M threes? Yeah, that's yeah. a really good motor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just never like I've never driven one, so I don't know. But I know they're they from what I've read and everything. They tend to have the characteristics of like a you know their small displacement, right? Four liters. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's yeah, they're it's a weird. One. You know, rev four, four? rev happy. Um, yeah, yeah. not very torquey. It I'm seems strange at the LC to me. 500 I, engine weight right now. <laughs> like, for some reason, I yeah, it's just it's such a that's weird thing. Really that hard to find, right? M3 with a V8 it's, does not feel good. Does not feel right to me. Just conceptually, not, even though no, the characteristics of that engine are more like a yeah, uh, I don't, it's almost like when I look at those ads and then I realize I, they show like a photo of the motor. I'm like, ah, it just doesn't doesn't seem right. What does it seem right? I don't know why. Uh, a straight six like seems like that needs to be in an M3. Oh, interesting. That's all. Yeah. It's just my little weird thing. Inline six guy. Well, uh, how about a four a, cylinder and an M3, which is what they started with. 
Oh, dry weight. That I seems found wrong a dry too. weight. <laughs> 489 dry pounds. Weight? How much? 489 pounds. Dry dry weight. Dang. Um so yeah, an LS is 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 likely to be lighter than that. But um but I mean at the same time it's like we're talking about like the whole everything that goes with it, right? Weight is one of the LS is also sure. small because of you know. Yeah, it's compact. You know. Um yeah. And it's lower and all that shit. But do you, but LS characteristics versus you know high revving, really sweet sounding Lexus V8. I would I would go Lexus V8 for sure. I really okay. want to drive one of the IS 500s. Yeah, me too. Do too. Don't they only come in automatic? Unfortunately. Yeah, like that could be an amazing daily. And I, I have a I have a feeling that those are going to hold their value really well. I mean ISFs have, and IS 500 yep. might be the last of that, right? Like it's. I know. Yeah, it, it does seem like a really cool car. I haven't, I haven't really seen much about it though. I haven't I mean, seen one it... in person. Um, I've I've seen a few reviews here and there. I saw Matt drove it, and like it sounds awesome, both conceptually and literally, <laughs> like the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. actual sound of the motor, and it looks good. They Lexus like improved that because they had that you know that divorced headlight look, which looked like shit, and like yeah. this is a more a better integrated headlight design, which uh, looks. No, better. I agree. That would be a that's a cool choice. I think. For yeah. that daily kind of, yeah. All right. Uh, J Tenna Ten says, "With Sonoma bringing back twenty-four hour of lemons, can we assume another Radwood potentially?" There's a lot, a lot of irons in the fire that might impact so, that. Yeah. <laughs> did they not? They left Sonoma. Yeah, they I had. Know, I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know when. I, I just that's the first I hear about it though. So, but. Um, Lemons, uh, Sonoma. When is that going to Yeah. Um, so for the listeners that don't know, we've done a few events with them uh, for their HoopDecon, which had a few other uh, car shows kind of added to the mix. We did two. One was sunny and wonderful on pavement, and one was uh, 42 degrees in a mud puddle. And Dude, windy. And like and 300... Then like two hundred cars came, so it was yeah. pretty rad. It was pretty rad still, but yeah, uh, that was uh, Dude, a brutal. Show. That one, and then we did one in uh, New Jersey as well. With, yeah, with New that's, Jersey Motorsports right. Park. That was a really good one. Uh, dude, the one that one, uh, Mudwood at Sonoma. Um, I remember there was a moment where I was, I was completely drenched from head to toe, and I looked down at my shoes, and they were just like up. I had like almost mud coming into my socks, you know, and like, and I'm like. This is happening right now. Just, just this is what's I happening. Was, yeah, <laughs> I was full blown. Uh, yeah, like I was Patagonia rain gear and and boots. I was completely dry, but still cold and miserable. I had like a I had a hoodie on <laughs> and some shorts. Yeah, and always get, comes prepared. I was so that was bone chilling. It was how cold on it was. top of a little mountain yeah. in Sonoma with like a steady breeze 43 degrees <laughs> we're walking over and rick is just sitting in the van with the heat on like all day that guy sucks <laughs> nice uh Chaycor says smallest change you've made to your respective cars that made the biggest difference shifter bushings in my ae86 was seven dollars and made it feel way better so small was that like ease or was that cost like or both maybe 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 both. I, I think it can't be super hard to do. Because the, the, that's the, your answer. If you, it's not cheap, but replacing your seat is pretty easy, and a, a, a good a good seat makes a huge difference. That's uh, true. Uh, but if we want to go free, 
disconnecting sway bars is massive. Uh, when I first started autocrossing Miatas, um, I didn't know that people used to disconnect their rear sway bar. And um, I uh, found out after getting a ride along and I'm like, dude, the rear is so planted. It's totally different than mine. And he's like, yeah, like, have you disconnected your sway bar or do you, do you run one? And I said, yes, I have a big ass one. They're like, yeah, dude, disconnect that shit. So like it, it was so crazy, like how, how much of a difference it makes because the whole suspension droops more, right? So the rear just stays, you know, you have that. Yeah, it's just grip. Have, it's grip. just grip. Yes, yeah, so it grips up yeah. real nice. And the whole car feels like the rest of the body is twisting and the rear stays flat. <laughs> it's a, a hmm. bizarre feeling that you get an immediate um, satisfaction out of. Interesting. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, mine is uh, wiper blades. Oh, fresh yes. wiper blades are pretty nice. Sick. It's <laughs> a really lame, lame answer, but yeah, that's rad. <laughs> Super killer. All right, Lane, what do you got? Mine is mine's along the same lines as uh, Shakor's. It was just putting this like cheap uh, shift. It's like a what is it? It's a. Sh- I guess it's like a shifter bushing and the shift linkage. Or not even the shift linkage is at the shifter. It has like a C cl- a C clip, and then it has a ball that goes. How does it work actually? Oh, it has a ball that goes into another uh, like a an area a thing, and then it has a C clip to keep it, and that like wears over time. It gets kind of sloppy on um in the center. You know, the shifter gets sloppy, and like cutting that off, putting a bolt with two thrust washers basically eliminates all that slop and it's like the the biggest night and day difference ever hmm. um for the better with no okay. downsides basically beautiful uh john rice says the year is 1872 cars don't exist yet but bicycles horses and the train are all the rage what are you using to get around you can only pick one or walk obvious limitations for each the horse is expensive Takes a lot of maintenance and might die. Bicycles are the slowest but most reliable, and trains only go from town to town, not anywhere you choose like the others. <laughs> so, Such a bizarre question. <laughs> um, well, dude, I, I just you know, I wanna I wanna I wanna approach this question as like a person in that era and knowing yourself, right? Like, trains are new. It's hundred percent. That's what I want to do. I want to be in them. I want to fucking check out the (laughs) engine. I want to know everything about trains, right? Like I would for sure be all in on that. Um, and you could travel to say from San Francisco to Los Angeles and you know, record time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is the thing though. Like we enjoy the uh, tight and narrow roads and if you got a rad horse, you're bucking and broncoing all the way through the mountains. Never, never you rad trails. Train, What's that? You're banned from trains because apparently you have to choose one or. or so one you have to put know, the whole family on a bunch of horses and be like, "Let's go to <laughs> the city." You get a you get a fucking covered wagon. And besides, I'm too busy working on my farm or my blacksmith shop or whatever it is I do. I don't have time for trains. I'm I'm gonna die at 31. This like, is true. What are you doing on train? Come on, Dude, let's 30, go ride what, horses. That was your life expectancy. This isn't like fucking Sparta know. or something. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know what. Let's see. I'll look it up. But you keep talking. I, so, I probably uh, don't live on the country where I'm like farming and stuff. So yeah, I'm living. You know, I'm I'm living in what I'm living in some city and I'm taking the train somewhere. All right, you guys are. I'm with Art. Art and I are on the train. We're like, look at that jackass. His whole family over there. Oh, I'm going horses. Around. I'm like my own little race course. I'm just bombing, jumping my horse, 
putting on like super <laughs> lightweight horseshoes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty rad. Uh, horseshoes. Uh, <laughs> super legera. On my podcast, I'm talking about all the mods on my saddles and shit, and you guys are like, oh, I guess I'll get on the bus again. No, I guess I'll get on this cool. other super cool train. Did you hear the streamliner that just came out, dude? Like- <laughs> That's like in fucking 50 years from then. Streamliner. God damn I mean, it. Early streamliner, okay. <laughs> early, yeah. Uh, um, I can't find it. Life expectancy. <laughs> Let's see. Expectancy life age number. It was definitely more than 30. Yeah. Eighteen. This is 1887, is that? Or what do you say? 18, 1870, 1872. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different things to factor in. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. Um, People didn't live way, long, Warren. Basically, we can say that. People did not live long. Mm. No. I'd be lucky to outlive my horse. That's mm-hmm. basically what I'd be after. But yep. all right. Um, Ofooks911 says... I have $20,000 in my pocket and investing in 2022 NFTs, crypto watches, or Radwood era cars. Looking for a quick return. Oh, quick geez. return. <laughs> NFTs, dude. I think crypto. Buy Lane's NFTs. That's what we need to do. Uh, I would do oh, yeah. yeah. I, would, <laughs> but, I, I don't have any, but I would say lane, NF, I, NFTs are quick return, I would say. Yeah. But crypto, I would, you I would can say buy, buy something an for. E36 M3. <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy an E36 M3 in a good color Quiet. manual. Ideally, a sedan, and those Quiet. are absurd. Shh. They're just skyrocketing right now. Just real quiet. Just real quiet about that. I know. There's. I'm not going to say any others. That one's already out there, so <laughs> we oh. don't need to talk about any others. I literally just told Art. I'm like, yeah, I really like E36 M3. I think. No, it's not yeah, gonna happen. So. Um, yeah, my, my answer would be crypto. Penny, penny cryptos. <laughs> Dogecoin, whatever. And how quick is your return? I have no idea. Uh, CVSTLE says, what do you guys think is better? 924S or an NA944? Same, same, I don't know. Same car. Aesthetics. What what do you like better? Yeah. Do you like flared fenders or do you like the the original design of the 924? Yeah. There, yeah, yep. that 924S is a little quicker, but it's like, you know, it's stuff that can be all sorted with chips and tires. It's so, and, mu- it's it's so like, yeah. undiscernible, dude. And then yeah. 944 has more grip because it has more tires. So. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty interchangeable. I think it, yeah, it's all about aesthetics. I think 924Ss are, uh, you know, uh, they're becoming, they're appreciating more um, currently for NANA. That's one thing to note. I mean, for a good condition car, same for same. Um, but otherwise, I don't think, yeah, like, it's just kind of get whatever you like. Uh, Euro bumpers okay. are super important on 924s, though, like, cause, because they're yes. narrower, so they stand out more. You know, like the US spec mm-hmm. ones, like, I feel like they protrude and project way more than on a on the um, flared fender 944 body. So For you sure. have to get Euro bumpers. And the uh, 944, like, just having those squared off fenders is, like, it gives that square theme where, like, US bumpers don't look as bad on it. Because it's like the blockiness is is in the design of the car. Yep. Monty23 PSK says, if you could have anything in the world, what is the ideal snack or lunch option for a Radwood, and have you had it yet? (laughs) That's a funny question. The most ideal snack. I mean... (sighs) Taco Bell. Like period Taco Bell is pretty good, right? 
like with all yeah. the with the original branding and everything. Uh, Dude, if they really put well. up like a pop up building, I want a pop up pop up Taco Bell. We've talked about this before. I mean, yeah. well, that's like a dream, dream, yeah. Uh, that's it then, right? I mean, what else could Pretty there be? How about, with, oh, that crushed, dude. with that crushed ice? How about a Taco Bell with a drive through and you take your Radwood car through it at Game the show? Uh, Taco uh, Bell, are you listening? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Let's dude, do step this. up. Let's get some fourth, teal fourth meal. Tail, fourth, tables out there. Get on that fourth meal, dog. Come on. <laughs> fourth meal. <laughs> Anything that's else? Your, is that your favorite meal, Warren? exactly do you remember mac the knight the the moon from mcdonald's yes like that would be sick to have mac the knight walking around like you know handing out period burgers pretty obscure (laughs) pretty obscure Uh, very obscure obscure. he was like the mcdonald's like spokes for like three months (laughs) figure no um, no not even years like into the 90s even i think i I don't know dude I feel like yeah. they had a lot of stuff going on. Man. By the way, the fact that you even remember his name is so A lot of irons so in the rad. fire. Dude, I, I was a big fan of Mac the Knight. I don't know if they like, rested. Did they rest everything on Mac the Knight? I don't know about that. They still dude. had They still had Ronald rolling around. No, he, they still had the Hamburglar. Eddie the Echo That's was killing it. Eddie the Echo. Dude, no. So Mac the Knight was actually the whole. By the way. The original. The original. Um. Uh, what do you call it campaign was that they were serving uh late night so like he was basically like hey you can get mcdonald's late night bullshit now whatever it was i don't remember if it was a specific meal but that's how it started i remember that and then i remember the really cool happy meal toys you know that it was a mood I'm looking at it right glasses, now dude and that's tuxedo but, <laughs> you have a big mac tonight and breakfast tomorrow mcdonald's oh, look at this 1986 guy. through 1990 hey Four years. That's not too bad. <laughs> but that really... was just that was just one com- campaign. It wasn't yeah. like that's what I'm saying. They didn't rest everything on that. No, oh, yeah, it's yeah, no yeah. it's no Hamburglar for sure. It's not Flo from Progressive. Is what oh, you're saying. No. Flo's still do it. She's driving a Camaro now, dude. You see that <laughs> uh, that oh, really? F body? No, the new ads. She rolls up to another Flo with a baby or something. It's like her cousin, but she rolls up oh, in an okay. F bot like a. 1987 Camaro in teal. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. The Real Cooper says, I'm seriously considering selling my 89 325i that has been an extremely reliable daily driver for about four years and replacing it with a 944. Is that crazy? Or if I buy the right car, can a 944 be as reliable as my E30? Um, Yeah, it definitely can be. I think so. I mean, Lane has been rocking... Lane's been rocking his 944 daily and rallies for years, and it's been super reliable. I mean, you did have one kind of big repair with the transmission. Yeah, and then I had a, I had a head gasket. But. Head gasket, yes, yes. So maybe find one that's had a head gasket done. and. But that's uh, just because it overheated. I mean, I don't know, whatever. It's like... Yeah. Well, the only yeah. thing is that I think we both we all know that the timing belt service is that intervals are half of the time of an E30, right? So like yeah. that is one thing you have to do more frequently, but they're not yeah. less reliable. It's just that's like the one thing that does need to be done. I'm um, curious so, about that though. I think a modern belt some I don't know if they need to be that well, it's already it's not been as big of a deal. It's not it, as big of a deal. These it days. used to be twenty, and they moved it to like thirty, right, Lane, or something like that. Like or because forty, maybe it might be forty now or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Whereas, like, huh. yeah, E thirties are sixty, so that's just one thing to consider as a daily, right? If you're putting a lot of miles on. Yep. It. Yeah, exactly, and um, 
I think that maybe overall, like service parts and service for a 944 is going to be slightly more expensive than an E30. There'll be more shops that can work on an E30 than a 944 are willing to, at least in our neck of the woods. I don't know where you are, Cooper, but uh, consider that, you know, if you, if you're going to get a 944, line up a good independent repair shop first that can yeah. help you out but they aren't really difficult so like most places can but you know what i mean way around it's them. just porsche's that brand that people like there's shops yeah, that are for sure will work on bmw mercedes and audi but they won't touch a porsche mm-hmm. for whatever reason yeah well the, it it's well you have to retention them right like and it's it's a another little detail right like you do have to check the tension after you get it done I, I don't i'm just remember. saying porsches in general yeah. oh sorry You're talking, uh, that's an that's our early yeah on early 944s you do all right yeah yeah yes but uh i think the short answer is they can absolutely be as reliable and uh lane's car is a testament to that so happy shopping um <laughs> States of Motion says BMW has announced that they will stop making automotive V12s after about 34 years. Will anyone mourn this passing? Will anyone notice? Have electric succeeded in picking up the big torque, super smooth identity? Good question. No one will notice because no one cares about the BMW 7 Series. Yeah. I mean, do you hear anything about that car ever? Not really. It's probably no, like. Did I even know it had a twelve still? Did I care? This and they is don't like put that twelve in a good coupe either, like they used to. Dude, yeah. this is like uh, straight up like Chinese market stuff, right? Like this is probably where it sells well as a long wheelbase, and at that point, yeah, electric is the way to go, right? It does. It's just a yeah. It's a chauffeur's car basically. So a seven uh, series is such a electric car. Like that's perfect, right? It's like why yeah. Rolls Royce should be electric cars, only electric cars, probably. Yeah, right. and there's there's no arguing with how many moving parts are involved in a twelve cylinder turbocharged engine now, <laughs> to, compared to their electric uh, counterpart. Uh, it's very hard to justify. I I love V12s, uh, just as a someone who likes mechanical things, and they sound cool. Um, but they can, they can for sure. And but, but if you're a lot of these I'm, don't I, really have any. They don't have real personality anyways. It feels like it's yeah, been so uh, long that a lot of these companies like Bentley and they offer a 12 and an 8 and you're like, why did you get the 12? It's like it weighs 500 pounds more. It has because uh, it says it V12 has, it on has the a little side. more torque, but it has less horsepower. It's like there's it's no got the V12 on the I, side. I, yeah, I guess so. Dude, I'm yeah. checking uh, what that Alpina had. OK, so the Alpina we're going to get soon is uh, it's the 4.4 liter V8. It's probably the twin turbo. Yeah. But there's an eight. I don't even know. I didn't even know this car existed. There's an M860i that has that same V12 as the seven series. Is this a car we get? I, like, yeah. Now speaking of which, again, not our, <laughs> not on our eight, uh, radar. Eight series. Yeah. yeah. Eight series. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I I do like V12s. I'm gonna be sad when they're gone, but I totally get it. A silent seven series compared to a V12 is probably the the way to go, right? Yeah, with For all sure. the characteristics, right? Like it's also the, the yep. for the type of driving you're gonna do in a huge car like that. Yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Um, R twenty seven rocks says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but can we get DWA memes going again? There was sadly only one post all of last year. That's pathetic. Whoever yeah. you DWA, DWA memes. memes. What are we paying you for? Come on. Seriously. Oh, wait. We don't pay them anything. 
Um, yeah, we'll have to put a bat signal out for whoever runs that account to get back on it. Maybe yeah. they're too busy. I don't this know. is the bat signal, right? <laughs> right now. Hopefully. <laughs> By the way, great. the bat signal? What? Uh, I saw him on his phone. It looks like he just sent the bat signal. Oh, oh good. He, he good. just hit Do it. it. Dude, um, by the way, d- it, I, I saw that earlier. I'm pulling it up right now, but there was a fantastic typo in there, which you just kind of glazed right over or well, glossed I over, rather. Um, DEA, DEA, <laughs> memes. DEA memes, which of course does <laughs> exist. <laughs> like there's there, that hashtag pulls up a ton of stuff. No, fewer than 100 posts, and they're all super weird. <laughs> yeah, DEA uh, memes is pretty funny. Uh, M635 dude says, hey, I have a set of that same luggage, just no more Milano anymore. What are you doing with the luggage? Sell it on Rad for Sale if you got that hot, hot Milano luggage. Um, Yeah, speaking of which, Teal's car, the Milano Verde, is up on Rad for Sale and looking real good. Nice photos, Lane. Thanks. Very sexy. Yeah, it's a nice car. It's like, I mean, probably the nicest Milano we've ever seen. We're not yeah, allowed and, to say uh, that, but and it's Paul, probably pretty nice. The yeah, previous owner chimed that. in. Um, I'm, I was looking at the comments earlier, and he said that he's confident it's the best in the country. And like, he's obviously a big yeah. alpha guy. Yeah. He's had a ton of cars. He has a big collection now, and um, I believe it. I I personally haven't seen anything in mean, pictures or in person that is close to it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. This is it. Uh, Chef Malone Jr. says suggestions for a fun to drive all wheel drive four door daily family rig uh-huh. for $30,000 manual preferably but not required should i just get into a newer golf r four door maybe an all track thanks dudes and then he goes on to say uh 30 to $35,000 so um i mean that's a pretty if you're trying to go manual all wheel drive Fun car. Golf R. <laughs> Just upgrade his Golf R from a Mark 6 to a, or a Mark, yeah, Mark 6 to a Mark 7 four-door. Yeah. It's hard to argue with. It's pretty tight, though, if you're really having family, if you want it to be a family rig. Like, if you go on trips with a, a baby, it's yeah. going to be a tight package. But maybe do a box on top, something like that. Yeah, you just have to travel or travel umbrella stroller style and stuff like we did with my second child. We never brought anything really so it wasn't tight yeah. ever just put her in a burlap sack on the roof and she just never you know just never did the whole never brought all the accoutrements <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing I, I would say that's the tight it gets tight but uh yeah and then uh, you get past the, that the wrx's and stuff right yeah a little too buzzy too too chintzy maybe or like for, for the sort of thing yeah compared to a golf r yeah their golf r's are so nice um and you get into S3, RS3 stuff, then you lose the hatchback and no manual. Um, thinking other Audi options. You can go older. You can get like an RS4, <laughs> but then you have uh, carbon build-up old issues, but it's a badass Old car. car stuff too, right? Yeah. How about yeah, like a um, how about like a Genesis? Or not a Genesis, but a, a G... What is it? G70 or G... What's the one that Ben Roger took on our rally? Yeah, so I believe the manual only comes with rear-wheel drive, and the auto is is uh, all-wheel drive. But 
Uh, oh, so they don't make a manual all-wheel yeah, drive one? you should double-check that. But there is something weird about it, and it's also with a certain engine. Like, you can't get the bigger engine with the manual. You can only get the 2-liter turbo or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, what right. about if the... you can do that, that's a great car. No hatch, though. No hatch. Um, I know uh, this is this goes against Chef Malone's uh, ethos because he's a Volkswagen Audi guy, but um, the nicest uh, V70R wagon with the space ball shifter you know, like uh, Aren't those Joe like Polo has. Super problematic, like the like Joe yeah, like they definitely are. <laughs> they also sure. don't drive that great. <laughs> well, this is a tough fucking thing. You're not gonna get the sporty family rig like I know. Well, that's nailed. Why yeah, Golf R is probably about as good as it gets. But I'm just thinking something bigger with a manual transmission and all-wheel drive, and I think they're 300 horsepower turbo. I don't know. You, you could know. get a, well, a pretty damn nice one for like 15 that, grand. It would be the nicest one in the world. I'm. That I remember driving those when they were new, and that was like the most disappointing 300 horsepower six speed. You're like, <laughs> really? 300 horsepower, huh? That's no, big, big car. I personally, if you're gonna go that route, I would, I would, I would build myself um, a Subaru uh, Forester STI, right? Because you get the 2.5 uh, XT or whatever, yeah. but then get all the all yeah. the STI shit on it. Like that yeah. would be way more fun and cooler, uh, and so you can tinny. definitely build it for that much. And it's like Cargan, though. Yeah, and but you, so you would do tinny. all the stuff. Like that's part of the the 30k budget gets you like same thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like you start with 15 grand for a really clean one, and then you yeah. you, you can go through it and and make it perfect. Uh, yeah. I think that's very feasible. I would um, almost say like an all road would be better than that, you know, but not as fun to drive. Yeah, so just interior wise, those WRXs are, or uh, Foresters are just such. What about the cans. um? Wasn't there the Mazda six wagon? All-wheel yeah. drive. Well, there was a manual all-wheel drive version of that, right? Let me That's look. yeah. This is so off in the weeds for him to. So slow too. Like, like <laughs> if that you're doing that, just get an all track. Just get a yeah, an all track, like a right, Mark right. Seven or whatever it is, all track wagon. Exactly. Um, that that's a way better bet. Yeah. Well, that, in the comments, do you see what what um what Teal said? No, yeah, he says fun and all track do not go together, <laughs> which is kind of true. Yeah. All right. Um, I have seen all tracks with GTI front clips on yeah, it, but and they look rad. And it's kind of what and, what do you really need? And I'll like I had a Jetta TDI, and that was I mean I put conies and springs on it and stuff, and it was pretty fun in the mountains. So I think yeah. I think you can still have fun with an all track. I know Connor Coons has one. He took it to Laguna Seca for a track day recently and had fun with it. Um. Uh. So yeah. Do you know Jetta? Is that all track? Right, Jetta all track. So I don't think uh, golf, golf or golf all track. Yeah, it's a Jetta wagon. Yeah, but yeah golf, it's a Jetta, they don't wagon, make a Jetta yeah. wagon anymore. Or it's a golf wagon because it's a different. It's the MQB platform still. Yeah, and the Jetta is longer. On the, maybe it's still. I don't even know. Dude. Jettas <laughs> are bigger or something. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bobby Reed says. Last question, by the way. If you had to replace your DWA project car with what you believe to be the closest French equivalent, what would be your new DWA project voiture? Is that how you say that? First, I'd have to know what French cars. Hmm. Well, uh, mine's you know an E30, a French E30. It's a uh, Peugeot 406. 406? Yeah, did they make a coupe, though? A coupe of that oh, car? Yeah, and there's also, rear-wheel drive gets tricky, right, too. Like, uh, the 405s are rear-wheel drive, if that's what Lane's thinking. But, um, yeah. Uh, but I, but I have to be a coupe. Sedan. Um, Oh wait, no. Are you talking about the front wheel drive one? Because there's like the what is the five hundred four is the one that I'm thinking of, right? 
Let me see. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I think the 504 is. 405 the, is the older one, right? That's like the. 405 is the one that like uh, Joe Polo had that he brought on our rally. Yeah, the rear-wheel drive does get tricky for those cars, right? I mean, it's kind of that Radwood-era French car with rear-wheel drive sedan or something. Like, that's a pretty rare thing. Yeah, and then right? you got to what are Citrons from the period? What are the French cars are there? 505 is what I was thinking. So the 505 is rear-wheel drive, and that's a, but there, there are no coupes. Uh, here, I'll send you a picture. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, sedan-based, that's close. Yeah, 505, exactly. Peugeot. That's the one I was thinking of, Art. Yeah, those are cool. Um, hmm. Yeah, because yeah, there's like little the hatchbacks and stuff. Don't it's count. also more That's of like a five goal. series competitor than a three series competitor, probably. Seems like they're pretty small. I mean, I think it's yeah, I think it's like an E30 sedan. Uh, I think. Um, hmm. So there's Citroen. There's Peugeot. Uh, what else is there? <laughs> What are we Renault. Renault. Oh, Renault. Oh, yeah. So maybe I'd have an, a, a Renault Fuego. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's too see. hard, though. I don't think there's a good equivalent of an E30. No, yeah. Like, there, it's going to be like front wheel drive hatchbacks and stuff. I mean, like, there's like, what is that one? I'm trying to find it. Do you remember that there was that one Renault um, at uh, Radwood at Goodwood? And it was fucking awesome. It was like a homologation car. Uh, it was, it was one of these like you know it, it had a long name and um, very very boxy very angular, um, mm. V six, dude what the heck was that called? That's I, like it was only, a Renault. Yeah, I think it was a Renault. It was a Renault mm. or Peugeot, but I think it was a Renault. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now. I'm looking up uh, like touring car championships with French teams. French cars, but yeah, I think it was like. There's no coupes; they're all sedans. Is that I mean, right? yours is a sedan. It's still a sedan. I know, right? I know, and but I want a, a two door. I mean, they have make a four door. I want E30. a two door lane. All right, I understand, and that's but the, yeah, and all the hatchbacks, yeah, they're that like the ones that we would even consider are going to be way. They're either it, it's more like a golf, right? Um, or it's going to be super expensive too, which doesn't really match, <laughs> like in terms of like the E30. Um, yeah yeah exactly so i could say alpine 310 but i feel that that's a more oh. of like a that's more of like a um more of a 928 than a 944 i would give you that though that's you that's give that to me more. over a fuego yeah i mean that's definitely my i would definitely way rather have it than a yeah mine i guess i'd have to go with like something similar valued and it would be a hot hatch um Whatever is equivalent, I, I'd have to do some research, but I would be probably leaning in that direction, dude. So Citroen, it's a Citroen, and I'm, I, of course, like, I'm going through photos, and the only photo I found is like of it behind because he had displayed like a rad bike in front of it. Here, I'm going to send it to you guys. Uh, um, was it on the? Um, it was on the on the. It was royalty, so it was on the on the grid. Hmm. What the hell is that whatever. thing? I want a Clio oh, V6. Yeah. You want, want a Clio that, V6? Which is not E30 era at all. But. And it's front wheel drive? <laughs> no. It's like, which one are you talking about, Warren? Clio V6. Oh, yeah. Clio V6 is what I want to. Um, 
Yeah, dude, what the fuck is a Citroen? Yeah, so it's so cool. It's like, it's really boxy. It's a homologation special. The picture you're sending? Yeah, I just sent it. Yeah, that's, a, gonna, that's, a, that's a Renault. That's, okay, is that a Renault? Yeah. Oh, fuck, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> I don't know. The keyboard. Tip, tap, tap, tip, tip, tap. This is horrible. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm sorry, everyone. I mean, I would have to look through our, like, registrations and see if I could find it, but it's like, that might be, is it like an, it's like probably like a 90, right? Like, it's probably a little bit Yeah. Bigger. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's a sedan, and it looks amazing, uh, and it was raced in period. Uh, it looks super rad. Um, it also helps. It has the you know yellow French headlights, which is always a, that's a trigger word for us here at DWA because we didn't get cars like that unless you did it yourself. Very cool. Um, all right, well, we're into this thing an hour, and we have not discussed our press car currently. Renault 21. Uh, it's a 21, it looks like. <laughs> All right, we made it. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a sporty version of the 21. Renault 21, yeah, it's a Renault 21 Turbo, uh, but like there's a special one, and that's the one. The we Super want. Production, they call it. Look up a Renault 21 Super Production, and that is a rad-looking car. God, those damn wheels, they're so cool. Just like those flat disc uh, turbo fan ish wheels. Um, that thing is awesome. Yeah. So oh, right. yeah. That thing is really cool. It kind of looks um, alpha ish, like 164. I think the, all the cars back in that era were super similar. They all look kind of like that. It's so rad. Dude, it's so rad. And like the race car with the, the that crazy rear spoiler that's like three pieces. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The gray one with the big Renault graphics. Daniel Ricardo number number three on the side. Oh, that one looks really cool. The elf yeah. one. Yeah, that one's that's the one I'm so looking at. It's a number twenty one race car with the elf livery and I'm looking at yeah. number three. It's I see that dark one. That one's gray. a glossy, right? Yeah. That retromobile. Those um front that. the front like uh, on the side of the air air vent, like Brake ducks are so crazy. Yeah. So cool, man. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, you know I what it looks like? A Ferrari 456. 1995. Holy shit. Uh, so this, it's actually a two-liter turbo. I thought it was a V6. Anyways, I give up. <laughs> okay. I um, So on to uh, Jaguar talk. We have a, a press car, and you guys want to jump into it? I want to jump out of it. We have a lot to talk about, but <laughs> jump out of it. Yeah, you said into it. Um, yeah, dude. So it's a 2020, 2022 Jaguar F-Type P450. So this is the base model. There was, there's an R, um, and the R, I believe, only comes in all-wheel drive. There's only automatic options for both. Uh, and you can get a rear-wheel drive or an all-wheel drive for the P450. We have the rear-wheel drive one. Um yeah, so I mean, there's I have a list of stuff here. I actually the the first thing I wanted to mention before we get into the the you know we we do our full walk around if you will inside outside driving dynamics all that shit. Um, I I told Warren that I put I put down a couple notes on what Lane's gonna hate for Ergo like the first thing and I'm like, the first thing I said was the, the space for his right knee on the center mm -hmm. console, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that the seat doesn't go low enough. <laughs> Am I <Okay>. right? <laughs> I mean pretty much oh <laughs> uh, i also another ergo one if we're getting into ergo uh the dead pedal sucks yeah, the dead pedal is this weird little thing it like the i don't know what is protruding it like the wheel well i guess 
uh, it protrudes out and you have like, you don't have enough. Yeah. It's, it's a weird little, weird little dead pedal. So that's kind of odd too. And I couldn't, I don't know. I, I didn't get super comfortable in this car. Maybe I just didn't, wasn't in it long enough. Yeah, but I, I figured that the you always have issues with your knee hitting consoles, and this one yeah, is like pretty. So bad. the console, like, I didn't actually. You say that, but it wasn't the biggest issue for me because it is just a big flat thing. It's not. There's not like a sharp thing sticking out mm-hmm. to yeah. hit. It's just so a it's space not like one of those like bruise your leg ones. It's just you know, it, obviously, it has that huge. It has a massive center console. This thing does like yeah, exactly. This yeah. thing is like cockpit central. Um, which every car is nowadays. Yeah. Uh, big, big exterior. And then you're like, oh, that's a really small, you're in a really tiny area here. I know, right? So, um, yeah. so I, I was, if you guys are down with this, I figure we could do exterior, interior, then we go and get into the driving dynamics. Um, we were texting right. a little bit before earlier. Before we get into all that, what's up? Can we, um, before we get into that? Yep. How about the demo? Like, who is this car for? Yeah, it's a trip, right? Like, um, the first thing that I was going to mention was they fucking put a tan top and it has a black interior and it's a red color. <laughs> so it's called beige. It, it's more gray than tan. Well, what, but it has it, a little it bit is, of brown like, in it. It, it doesn't it's, work. It's crazy. And I went and built the car on the Jaguar website. And that's just a standalone option. It's like picking. the. So there's like a burgundy-ish top, I believe. And then there was this beige one they call, call it. And then there's black. And the fact they shouldn't give you the option of picking this top with a black interior it's so weird it's yeah uh, yeah because it, it really makes the whole yeah i mean i guess you're going to be driving around with a top down normally when you're showing it off maybe but not always <laughs> um i guess like a lot of these press cars you know the, they check a lot of weird boxes to show you what can be done right because we're going to have this discussion and talk about the fact that people can now have an option to choose a top of color but yeah it's just, but- it's, it's so bad <laughs> it looks really weird <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's the first thing. I, when he drove up, he's like, "Oh, but wait till wait till we put the top down." You know, it looks great with the top down. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, with the top yeah, of it, it looks freaking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, wh- so who is it for? Um, so it's rear wheel drive. It's an automatic. Obviously, that's your only option. Because um, I think you- we're ba- we have to base a lot of our review around who it's meant for, right? It's not necessarily like you're talking like- cross shopping with Corvette versus Aston versus. Um, you can't you can't really go AMG GT. It's too high. AMG GT is too high end. I think right. Like this, so this is a high. just this is a basically a seventy nine thousand dollar car. Yeah, you know eighty thousand dollar car. So in today's like world, that's actually I don't know. It's not that expensive. So if you you kind of have to look at it that way, where the average what's the average price of a car right now? It's forty. It's like forty five or something. Yeah, like forty two. Yeah. So. But- but yeah, but within this category, right? You're cross shopping. It's really Corvette is 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 it, and then it's somebody who's looking for a cheaper Aston Martin, Lexus I, I LC, like that. Lexus LC, LC convertible. LC convertible is a good know? one. That's right. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It, um, it's it really it, it gives me like budget Aston Martin vibes, like in uh-huh. the way it looks, the way it feels, the way the interior I mean, is designed. Yeah, Jags kind of always or you know have for a while, right? Or just like a really bloated, expensive Z4. Yeah, I mean, and Z4s are you could probably get them up there pretty high. Um Right. I would think that uh as far as actual styling and uh interior accoutrements like a Z4 is a much better package. Um You could also say like a 3 series look, a, I would say a, even a 3 series 
convertible or like a or a six series a competitor, right? A six well, I just series think I'm just sticking a two or eight series, series right? now, whatever it is. But those are all four seaters, right? Yeah, I'm sticking a two series. Though they're two plus twos, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, but they're barely zero. four seaters, so I they know. they're definitely cross shopped. Even how about an SL? Yeah, SLs are more expensive than this, but uh, SLs yeah. what 120 probably for a base one. I don't think they're that much, but yeah, I'll look. Um, but for who who this is for, it's it's funny because it's not a super smooth riding, just cream puff, go to you know, go to the beach kind of car, and it's also not that performance oriented uh, canyon carver. So it's a it's a weird one. It is a tricky one. I would love to talk to a Jaguar rep to say like, yeah. who was your target demo? You know, SL what, what started is it? at ninety one, so very very close. Pretty close, I mean, yeah. Ten grand off. Yep, and I mean a new SL is quite a car, so that's tough tough uh, competition. Stiff competition there. I've never driven one. The brand new one, I don't think those are out yet, but the other ones quite nice. Well, the, the, I, one. the new one is the one that you saw a preview of at Pebble and you didn't like, right? No, I do not like the styling. Yeah. And it, it just got way bigger. It's wider and just looks heavier. And they added all-wheel drive and uh, took away the folding hardtop and other stuff like that. So, yeah, it just looks uh, kind of the whole d- design language right now they have going on anyways is sort of this big uh, Teutonic-looking thing. So... I don't know. I'm so torn on this car. Like Lane and I were talking about a little bit, the styling feels so dated. I, I feel like the earlier F type was a more interesting look and design. And now like Lane, you got someone said it looked like a Miata, right? Yeah. And I think it looks like a Mustang. It's just sort of a weird uh, design This for this yeah, day and it's age. It's very Maserati sort of R8 to me. That's what the front end looks like. Um, yeah, yeah yeah i really like it I, I actually like it more than the previous one i feel like the old ones look super dated like if you look at them now it looks it it's it definitely looks of you know 10 years ago or something right um which isn't a bad thing i mean i think it's a fine looking car but i think this one looks like sleeker um whereas mm. like the early cars feel more like they're very vertical like if you look at the front they feel like well, the, the headlight to... treatment is is vertical what's that the headlight the graphic is vertical. Yeah, because they, the they come one. across the top, right? Whereas this feels it, like it's like... Yeah, it comes yeah, down the fenders kind of... Yeah, like, and this is a kind of a across the front. Across. And I think, yeah. you know, now that we're talking exterior, we can start there. Um, with with a car like this, because it's... We talked about it a little bit. It is very simple. It's like there's not a ton of styling. Like there's subtle things here and there. I think the rear quarters, I don't know if you saw the hips up top. That's a pretty cool line where... It sort yeah. of kind of creases. It has like this ridge, right? Like old 50s cars used to, like old 50s sports cars. Um, but it's very important to have a good color because it's so it's so basic almost, right? Like, and uh, if you have a darker subdued color, like it, it's, 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 it's basically anything, right? It just kind of blends in. It looks like any modern, you know, uh, sports uh, cab or whatever you want to call it, sports roadster. Uh, and, um, so I think the right color really kind of sets it off and makes it have more presence. Um, this cut, this red Caldera red color is not for me. I think it's, 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 uh, does nothing. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, we were saying any other color, especially like BRG or silver or black, the car would look 
quite a bit better. No, yeah, I disagree with all that. I like this color. I like red cars, but I, think, I don't like this car in in red. Uh, I, if it was BRG, I think it would like be. It would also set. It would be more in line with what this car is, which is a. Uh, you know, I grand think BRG, yes, but of, not grays. I think grays would would yeah. make it kind of like disappear. Yeah, boring. Like it, yeah, it just. Boring. I think it needs a, a color, a, a good color. You know, like it doesn't have to be bright, but like I, I feel like a BRG or like a really good blue. Um, even I saw some white pictures of it, and I think white looks pretty good just because it it it, it highlights a lot more. Um, you know, because um, otherwise it just becomes, you know, just kind of blah. <laughs> oddly enough the white does it um like i can send you a picture of it real quick and you'll see what i mean um but the that's exterior wise yeah i, I don't know i guess you guys both can, can uh concur <laughs> you guys agree that you you prefer the earlier styling i do personally yeah. yeah i just think this is sort of a it just didn't uh i don't know they had a unique thing going and now it's sort of a blah i don't not blah is the wrong word which isn't as isn't as unique as it was when it, the F Type debuted. But I think and it I goes think back to what, what the buyer, right? So like you want it to look exotic and sleek, and like and it it's I think it has that going for it, right? Like I feel like this is a car you pull up to any fancy restaurant or hotel, and it's like it has that presence. It's not, it doesn't look like a cheap car to me. It looks like it does look no. like something fancy, right? Um, yeah. And so they want like that status. They want that presence. Um, and like note this picture that I just sent in the white, like see how you can see the hood vents way more and you can see the hood line. Um, and in that red, it just like all of that disappears. Um, like, yeah, that's, yeah. I just feel like that red is so drab for a red. It has no depth to that paint. It just, it's, it's yeah. pretty, it looks like, a like a cheap single, single stage. <laughs> or right. Something, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it really just has no flair to it. And for this type of car, it was a really weird choice. I mean, red's a good color for it, but not that red, I guess, is my Yeah, my I point. think like a, the, like um, like that volcano or lava red or whatever it's called, the McLaren one, I think that would look amazing on this car, right? Like it's yeah. that metallic red uh, where you can highlight some of those sub super subtle lines and these, like, you know, the hood vents and, like, it, it doesn't like have a ton. The so Mazda red would be really good on it. You're saying like that, you know, that mur that almost like burgundy ish. Yeah. It's a red, but it's a metallic and it has a yeah pearlescent to it. Like that's a really good color. Yeah. It would probably work well on this car. That's a good. It would color. also yeah, class it up a little bit. I feel like yeah, this that's is what, not that's like point. a, it's like a, a sports car can be this bright, normal red, like a, some Porsche or a Ferrari or something like that. But for this, it needs that, like that, touch of elegance to it yeah it's totally. missing in this red i think i agree yeah and but, then the three uh, top to options your question are about styling i'm i'm kind of indifferent i like i think they both look they do the they do the job you know they both both look nice and i don't know i'd have to like really look at them side by side to really know which one i like better i yeah. did like the i felt like the older one had a little bit more of like that kind of 911 fender treatment going on um where the the fenders kind of swole up and then the it went lower on the hood. Um, this oh, okay. one the hood's a little flatter, basically mm -hmm. the the top surface. Um, so you know the pontoons it had a little more like pontoons going on. Yeah, I see. Me like um, this, yeah, kind of just falls down more. It, it yeah, sides. but I I think they both look good, and I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think anything's like very offensive in the style. No, I it's think not it's a good looking. I think it's a good looking car. I do too. It just it just 
lacked some detail like uh, we talked about. The, mm-hmm. So another little detail um, that, that um, I don't know if you saw that in the Monroney they sent. Um, it's This is the black package. So if you look at like the picture that I just sent, like the grills have a white line inset. So the black package deletes that, which I actually like. I think it's it's cleaner. Um, like And especially like when you add a color to it, like there's some blue and yellow cars that I saw and that stupid yeah. little gill right there looks, looks lame. Like in the black package makes it cleans that up, I think. Um, and I remember it being pretty inexpensive. I mean, just, they just black out certain things. I think um, it was actually free. It um, might even be free, right? From yeah. my memory of, yeah, I built this car the other day and I thought it was like just a choice you could make. Sweet. I, I don't, I don't love a gloss black for like a front split, you know, front air dam and the rear diffuser yeah. and stuff. I think there's better ways to go about that. Um, just like Porsche I, does I think gl- flat, having gloss black finish. is a little cheap um, on exterior surfaces, and it kind of reminds me of like a C, the C8 Corvette we had, where it had yeah. the gloss stuff. So and like you want to throw it off. Paint, right? That was like metallic. it did have metallic, yeah. but it was still gloss, and you want to like you kind of want to throw it off with more of like a matte or a um, totally you know, crinkle like that. crinkle finish kind of more premium yeah. looking you feel. Um, yeah. So one detail about the exterior, this kind of as we go into the interior, um, when you lock the doors, I like that the mirrors fold in. Like I I I like that it's like a it's like a it's like a little bit of drama, you know. It's like all right, I'm going to sleep, you know, and it's like it tucks so in. So annoying. I hate that, dude. It's so cool. I really like. Why? That. But don't most cars do that these days? Anyways? I mean, you can like set less. it to do that, but it's so annoying. Unless you're that car's not even that wide. It's very wide. <laughs> I mean, mean, not really. It's, not. <laughs> it's it's a big car. Yeah, and, uh, but like, I, it, it's not even about that. It's a, it's like a, it's just like the it's the drama, right? It's like adding like another thing. It's like just something else that could break a lot. That's good. That's good. We want more stupid shit. Don't worry about so it. All, haven't, the haven't all the cars we've had lately had that feature? Yeah, they all have that as an option, right? Uh, I, I not think so. The Mercedes did it. Both the Mercedes. Damn, right? I didn't notice. I think you're right. The there was another car we just had that did it. Uh, shoot, Anyways, it's it? a common option for modern cars, right? Like, yeah, not but, a. But I um, okay. Here's here's a. I mean, I don't know where this fits into our conversation. I didn't want to go into the system, and I didn't really know how the menu. And this is a me problem with only having the car for a day and a half, really. But to take a photo of the car. I either had to have the mirrors closed or the, the doors popped open. The door handles. handles popped open and I couldn't, I couldn't have both closed. Like I couldn't have the mirrors open and the door handles pop close. It just wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. So what Lane's talking about is the door handles are, they, they, when you push them in, they lock the car, right? So they, they yeah. become flush with the body and when they're, and when the car's unlocked, they're popped out like yep. just for people. Right. So, yeah. so they, they pop out and it has Jaguar on top or whatever, but yeah, then and every time the doors locked, the mirrors close. So I, I wanted to have the mirrors open and the doors locked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so. know. I didn't look into that. that. Yeah. That's, that's totally a thing. I mean, and it, it should be able, I mean, cause it, it looks weird with them just sticking out. It doesn't look right. Right. Like when it's unlocked. It's also weird because I could see going somewhere and just not locking my door, but your door handles are just popped out all the time. <laughs> It's like, hey, it's still unlocked. Yeah. Come up, come open this car. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it is a setting. I'll look into it because I still have the car, but uh, I'm sure there is an auto mirror fold uh, checkbox. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that is weird though. Like cause it, when they're, when the car's unlocked, it do, it looks broken almost, right? Like it's just like yes. sticking out. Totally. It, it, that's, that's not a good look. 
Um, and then Warren remind me on the mirrors when we talk about driving it, we need to talk about the mirrors again. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so with going into the, the menu system, talking about the interior and the center stack, um, the issue that I had, I mean, there's some things in the menu itself that we'll get to, but it's so glary, um, like the, because it's a screen, right? Um, and just driving with the top down, Dude, I could some angles I couldn't see anything at all, like on and <laughs> on the screen. And everything goes through it. I know. Dude, I couldn't see anything. Yeah, it was, was it's it's a um, it's like a matte screen, right? It yeah. has like a matte. Um, and you're right. It was. It almost looks like it's rare to have the screen not look like it's really faded because the the there's glare off of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's always like that, and then it goes to like absolutely invisible, like at some angles, like you can't like see white. anything at all. Yeah. And um and so. With uh, with that being said, you know you have some basic controls, right? You have a a, um, a dial for your um, temperature, which is nice, and um, and so outside of that, you know you have little control over the vents, and you know we'll talk about vents, but like I couldn't figure I it, so it's in the menu, right? You have to go into the settings uh, down a few menus to actually control the vents and where you want the air to go, which is super uh, annoying. They could have just added a button right next to it. Yeah, There's enough room and, in between. And I was like, kind of stoked because it does have these big knobs for the heat, for the heater, you know, heat temperature. temperature. Yeah. And then it has a knob for the stereo on the center console. Yeah. And it has some hard buttons for like sport. It has a dynamic button. It has all these like, and a good steering wheel buttons. And then I, I was looking and I'm like, where is the like, where do I just, I just want to be able to rotate through like, you know, having the the air go to the windshield or come straight at me. Or I go can't even have feet. this conversation. And I'm not even talking about. I can't even talk about it. It's so <laughs> stupid. You thought those the steering wheel controls were good? They're well, so I mean, they work. Complex. They're but they're hard buttons. Oh, they're I'm hard saying, buttons, but there's so much as, going on. Yeah, but as far ridiculous. as good, I mean, they offer you a thing that's clickable, a real button yeah, that yeah, you can yeah. actually do things without going into a menu. In in my in this modern world, for yeah. me to be able to turn up the volume and have not have a capacitive touch. And be able to skip tracks on the steering wheel and like all yeah. that without having to go to a menu. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Just the way the layout and just the ergonomics of I that. I mean, definitely a lot going on, but I would rather have so a lot much. going on than nothing. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because yeah, it's kind of like the Panamera thing where people, when the Panamera came out, everyone's like, "It's too many buttons," and then now people are like. But you got used to the buttons after a week, and now exactly. you have to go into five menus to change anything, right? Dude, so yep. so the the um I posted a story. The center vent that is above the console, um, for some reason, retracts if you if you don't use it. So if you only put um, heat down on your feet, that vent goes away. It literally retracts into the dash, and then if you use the 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 top vents like in your face and whatever or the defroster, it pops up. And like, I don't know why. Like, I guess it's supposed to feel more airy, like without it or something. Like, but it's like, is that just another drama thing? It's like, a par parlor trick, dude. Remember the Aston the with, the, with the Remember the Aston we had, the, the Vantage V12, V12 Vantage? Yeah. Didn't it have the vents that went up or was it the No, screen? that was audio. Oh, the audio. And the speakers. Sometimes it just wouldn't go up. Yeah, whatever. it was these yeah. little tweeters would come oh, up. Oh, yeah, right? the speakers would go up and the screen, right? Or the... What was in the middle? There was something in the middle, right? Well, that I'm trying to remember now. Oh, maybe it was, was it the nav. nav. I think it was the nav. Oh, if you, you can nav, you yeah. can tuck it away. But like the yeah. vents are something that you use constantly. It's just like I, it's so weird. Like that that one doesn't make sense. And like and yeah, and you have to change that. You have to go into the menu, which is super annoying. Um and um 
the other thing too that is i felt like this is a 2022 and i feel like the whole system is super outdated like i mean not only does it look old the resolution and all that but also it uses like us like the standard usb not USB-C, and you have to plug it in to do carplay it's like to, to do apple carplay like that should be fucking oh, wireless yeah. by now I, you know i just picked like, up bluetooth like, i didn't do carplay i guess yeah so that that was that was annoying but um what do you guys think of like the interior like layout and materials and all that shit still like i mean and I say still because it seems so similar to the old one, right? It's like it it does. Yeah, I mean, I like it's it definitely has a little bit of, you know, it has a nice leather dash and the dash is giant. So that's a huge area of the interior is that dash surface. Yeah. Leather. It's black leather in this car with red stitching and all that looks pretty nice. Um, but then you get to the little you get to all the little detail stuff and the door handles are are just black plastic kind of rough black plastic that are kind of blending blended into the doors and it, it's the weirdest thing to me is on right below the vents there's this panel on it, it says jaguar and there's material there and that's an option you could pick between there's two two surfaces this one has i figure what they call it but it's like a metal carbon print or something and it is just, just like not not a good print. We need, I I forgot to take a picture of it, Warren. You should take one because it it does this like it bows. At, it I, don't, I can't even explain it. On, it's on got the like podcast. a grain to it, like yeah. a, a, and you can feel yeah. the grain, and it just yeah. I don't understand it at all. It's I don't think it's anywhere else either. It's just in that one place. It's on the console too. It's around the shifter. Okay. Yeah, but okay. it's like it's really it's like a plasticky. But it's it's satin and it looks kind of like like wood grain, but not <laughs> right. It's, but it's not. It's just like lines. It's like pixelated. I, it's so hard to explain. Yeah, anyway, it's I'll really take a picture. Bad. But yeah, and it, it's not uni- some- it's uniform, but it's like sloppy looking kind of the way it, it it doesn't. It's not like a smooth arch. The it's everyone's like, what are you talking about? I know, I but know, like know. Th- th- this is a consistent issue, though, right? Like all these fucking cars, especially like a high end car, they put this weird cheap stuff as an option for the interior, and it it's totally bad. cheapens the whole fucking vibe. It's like, like you, you should uh, you have a, an aluminum or a wood, right? Like forget yeah. the plastic. Like have people like they're buying this car for a reason, right? Like they want to be. It's a luxurious car, right? And like, yeah. and you offer these stupid, weird, fake carbon options or fake wood. It's like, like, where, what oh, are we weird, doing? Yeah, weird patterns. It, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I am personally. I felt it to fit me well. Like, I was pretty comfortable. Like, I did, I did feel the knee thing on the console. Like, if the console's tight, right? Like up against my knee. That's why I mentioned it. Uh, yeah. But like, I think visibility's fine, you know, and everything. Um, so like. What were we gonna say for Lane? Yeah, for oh, Lane, you think visibility is fine. For me, it was fine. Yeah, with well, I only drove it with a top up once. I drove it with a top down the rest of the time. Yeah, so. good luck seeing. I mean, that's a convertible problem though, so it's hard to like be like this car has bad C pillar visibility. It's just like that's a convertible issue. But um, the top closed. Good luck ever seeing out the right side of the car to do anything. Yeah. Like I was um down by the boardwalk and I'm turning and I just like I had to ask Amelie if there's any cars coming. <laughs> My daughter when I brought her to school this morning, and then uh the, you know huge it's all modern car stuff huge A pillars, and I feel like the because everything's so it's like gun slit windows you know the, the everything's so high up and you have the small windows and small front windshield that 
the um, rearview mirror, which is a nice rearview mirror in this. It's frameless. looks pretty nice. Um, it just, like, it blocks so much of your vision, too. So you're almost, like, searching for points that you can see rather than, like, like the obstacles are more prevalent than the actual open spaces. So you're, because you're sitting higher up too, right? So where you're already yeah. close to the top and then that's yeah. right in your, it's like, right in my right field there. of vision. Yeah. That's annoying. So yeah, again, that that's a, a tall guy thing. Um, Yeah. I didn't feel, I was, I was underneath that. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the, with the, that I drove it at, um with the top up at night and like, you know, I, I, at that point I didn't really get a sense of that, but it's, it is a convertible thing and doesn't help that yeah the the windshield is very raked so it is it is pretty pretty low yeah. or pretty kind of a small opening um but yeah it is a nice i mean it's a it's a somewhat i mean it's a it's a very restrained interior um it's, and i would yeah. say it's like maybe lacking a little bit of pizzazz you know it doesn't really have an identity it's just a very simple plain yeah. i mean there's interior. something to be said for that too right it's like they they did get some points by not going yeah, and that, over the top like a lot of these dude, guys. That's the thing. It's like it's right there and then you just add some little touches here and there, right? And like we're talking about these materials, these trim pieces, and then you elevate it big time. Like um or, you know, all by also adding, you know, in between the dials there where the rotor like they could have added just buttons for the air vents, delete that, and then you're stoked. You know, the rest of the bullshit you can deal with, but like yeah, I found it. It was very familiar. It felt like actually like that V12 Vantage. Like it was a similar console, like the way that it slope, like it waterfalls down, like the, the same kind of slope. Um, you know, everything felt kind of pretty familiar. You know, um, it's funny. It feels like that V8 Vantage, which was a tw- what year was that car? Oh, the V12 Vantage. Yeah. Uh, fuck, 2012 maybe. It almost doesn't feel. It doesn't feel any newer than that. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. 100. percent So that right there. That's, Besides that's the fact thing. that I have no way to change my um my vents where the air is going without going into a screen, um, it's basically the same car. And I even yeah. thought about the V the V twelve Vantage we had; it felt a little plain as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Except that it had that ugly piano black, which was annoying. Yeah, too. which is <laughs> um, worse. Yeah, dude. So driving. Um, the first thing that stood out for me is like okay like steering has zero feel but it's but it's a good ratio like i like the ratio it's it's nice but like it's nothing you know <laughs> it's like there's nothing there and then the second thing immediately literally leaving my fucking driveway was how bouncy it is like the car is so bouncy yep like it's like dude like your head bob your head is like on a on, like a bobblehead basically dude. I, this is what i told the warren when i dropped it off i was I was it's saying it's crazy. like the smoothest, the smoothest surface too. You'd be yeah. on like a totally smooth run. Your your head's bobbling around, and this it's is so in weird. Mode. And like, and yeah. the 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 way I described it would like because I, I I like you know after I took that first drive, I just took some notes. I'm like, dude, it's like a fucking bucking bronco, right? Like the front to rear, like every bump is like you're getting jostled around, and like it almost feels like the rebound is super crazy. So you're like getting shoved up every time it comes back from a bump, right? Like. Um, so like the suspension tuning is super weird from a, from that standpoint, from a control standpoint, but I found that it was very neutral handling. Like it was actually, it handles very well. And like it, at the, at the limit, you get a little bit of understeer, but it has a really good on throttle rotation, which was nice. Um, and the diff does a really good job. Uh, it has dynamic suspension shit. So like it does adjust the shocks and damping and stuff like that. But I, I didn't feel a difference in terms of the ride quality with or without, like it was always shitty. Like, um, and which is strange, right? Because 
this is supposed to be a GT car, right? Like, and it, it, it's not comfortable. Yeah. I think for it, that's why, that's why I like started this whole thing out with who is this car meant for? Because I feel like and a lot of the cars we've reviewed recently have this identity problem where, you know, it's like the, the AMG SUV built for hauling a family and it rides like crap. And, you know, and it's like, what is this really for? You yeah. know, cause it's not doing it's number one job that well, which is number one job, you know, for the SUV is hauling kids around and, and being comfortable and, you know, being able to go from school to do pickups and stuff. And then this is not doing, I think this is meant to be a car that you go with your wife from Santa Cruz to Carmel. You or stay your the, wife goes with her girlfriend. Or to, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's just, like going down my my little streets around my neighborhood are all concrete old streets from like the early 1900s and they have expansion joints and stuff between or more just cracks and filled in and stuff and my cars all do pretty well around there and this thing is just constantly your head's bobbing around and it it is pretty um very it's tiring really and i don't think a gt is not supposed to be tiring yeah yeah that's dude that's the thing did you guys I take it uh, on some fun roads at all so i did a i did our dwa test loop in the mountains here and one road that we don't i don't go on very often i, I happen to hit up and it's very narrow it's very rough and the car was so going down my road or like lane's describing just through town it's you're bouncing around like pogoing over stuff yeah however I want to give it some some points here for a really rough surface at a decent clip. It was handling it pretty well. I was I was very impressed, and it was not the most annoying thing of that drive. The most annoying thing was the steering feel, which is like lacking yeah. almost completely um, for a car that's supposed to be like sporty. You know, has a sport mode, competition, all that stuff. Um, steering is lacking for sure. Brakes were good, and then the ride over these rough like you know paved redwood tree roots. It was actually times where I'm like bracing for impact and it w handled it well. So I don't know what their, you know, strategy is. Again, this is like that identity thing. It's like, what are, what are you making the car good at? <laughs> like it's, if it's not good at going down, like, um, you know, to Carmel and back, but it's great at some really rough surfaces at high, high, higher speeds, I guess that's good. But, um, I would give up that ability Canyon stuff for this car to be like a cruiser GT, like it's it's kind yeah. of intended to. Yeah, dude, it's weird because uh, I had the same experience. It's it's um it's almost like like the slow damping. You know, when you have undulations and stuff, that's where it fucking fails. But like the fast yeah. damping is really good, and it's just, it was really it doesn't good. make sense. You know, like for I know. And then I also want to point out, like this car is quite fast. I mean, for most buyers of this car, it's it's twice as much power that you would really need. Um, so it's 444 horsepower, zero to 60 and 4.4. This is from Jaguar. Uh, it's a quick car, supercharged V8 in a relatively small roadster. Um, but Lane was saying like you really floor it and it, it takes a bit to really work its way up, but from point to point, like just in a small tight road, it's plenty quick. Like power is not the issue. It, it yeah. goes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think it's, it's also, I think um, it, are we saying I was gonna say I think it it is quick, but it's funny how I feel like 450 horsepower does not feel fast to me anymore. So it's like uh, this is a quick jaded. car, and it's really quick, like around town and stuff. And it's 
it's quick on it's quick on the back roads too. But when you get that straightaway and you're like, okay, I'm gonna hit it now. There's not much more in the tank. That 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 was surprised me. It wasn't actually like faster in those instances where you were like, because it, it's faster than you ever need on the roads I was that I took it on, which were Glen Canyon and around that area. Um, and but when you got to a straightaway and you really floor it, it just didn't. It didn't like. It wasn't like the M3. Or the C8 Corvette, where it really just flew. <clears throat> um, I mean, expected, I guess. But yeah, yeah. So this is. Uh, I think the the R has 550 horsepower. Warren, I don't know if you're looking at the specs right now. If you have them open, uh, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. So I did want to mention I have driven the previous generation R mm-hmm. before, uh, two wheel drive as well, and uh, I drove it on our test loop, which Warren took this one on. The cars are. I mean, as far as like. I, you know, I haven't. I drove it two years ago, so it's hard to really, really compare. But the cars feel they have the same character basically, and the R was the and the R was way louder. And I think the the previous generation cars were just louder in general. Um, and just kind of the same feel though. It's a you know big touring car and lack of feel and um, mm-hmm. but so fast. That- and that one was a little. That one was obviously way faster. Mm-hmm. The R is uh same five liter V eight, but five hundred and seventy-five horsepower and uh all wheel drive is standard. Yeah. Uh, zero to sixty three point five seconds. Yeah, that's so it's pretty it's significant. Uh, pretty significant. Um, dude, so um that's interesting that you noted that in the just or you mentioned the engine because like I the, when I dropped it off uh with Warren, I, I told him like it, the engine just it's pretty linear and it reminded me of the lc500 the way it delivers power because it's supercharged and i thought it would be way meatier down low but it's not you know it definitely wants to be revved out you know and so um that's kind of a it's interesting to see that and i imagine you know not that you're tuning these but you can probably go crazy with the boost right and and really pump some power out of this i'm sure there's a lot more that goes that that is added to the r than just bumping boost right there's cooling and you know who knows what cams and compression and all that shit but um but yeah, it's it's a very linear motor, uh, and but it's plenty of meat to like if you're just cruising around and all that. Like it's just yeah. definitely a, a, an interesting package in that the whole thing is we're talking about, right? And and the ride is strange to how <laughs> it matches with all the other bits. Um, I do I do think that it's way too fucking loud in dynamic mode. Like it's obnoxiously loud. I thought, especially yeah. the shifts. Like do you it's get like those backfires too. It's like firecrackers, dude. Like ba, 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 it's, and it's so fake. It's like embarrassed. It's so embarrassed. It literally so sounds fake, like like dude. firecrackers every shift, and it's just like, come yeah. on, this is so stupid. Like it's and by the way, this is like way quieter than the last one. Right, Cold start right. on the last cars is insane, and even this one, it sounds like a boat, like the you know the boat where it's underwater. It, on cold start, it's like yeah, it's very blub blub blub. Yeah, yeah. The the starter noise is nice, huh? Did you guys? You guys? You know what? I didn't notice it really. Actually, I noticed the it has the pulsing start but start stop button. Pulsing, pulsing. Yeah, the light pulsates. Oh, shit! Really? It's like a heartbeat. Yeah, it's like. I also like that they have the phone connectivity is an old British phone booth in the screen oh yeah that's cool all right really leaning into it here jaguar yeah. huh oh yeah yeah, yeah auto, the transmission was nice it's an eight speed yeah. shifts good it's very fast yeah yeah 
Yeah. Uh, nothing brakes, to yeah, like. Nothing to complain about. Yeah, I agree sure. on the brakes. The brakes are killer. I like the feel on them too. They're they're yeah. very powerful. No complaints there. Um, that looks wise. The oh, we we talked about looks and we skipped over the fact that the wheels are horrible. Oh, the <laughs> bad wheels. And <laughs> the rear brakes are so small, like the the calipers, that when they're behind a spoke, you can't see that it has brakes basically. Right. I did notice that. Dude, the other thing is also the design of the caliper. It's so chintzy looking. It looks yeah, like they yeah. just rattle canned like a fucking. Totally. <laughs> it's not like, it's like the old school. It's like old school calipers, you know, like our cars yeah. would have. It's not the nice, like clean Brembo ca- hat, you know? Yeah. It's not smooth in one piece. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it's got like the brakes and you can see the pad lines and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And, yeah. but it does have Jaguar stamp or, you know, painted on there, but it just, it does look kind of cheap. I wonder if the R is different. Um, uh, what the hell was I going to say? One last thing. Uh, drive. Uh, shit, let me see. I oh, know. so I got into my, I dropped the car off this morning at Warren's house. I got into my E36, the BMW, to drive home. The steering is so vague and, and like, easy in the Jaguar that it felt like my BMW had four flat tires. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you had, like, so much resistance? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it does. It, it was. It's like super video game. It's like there's nothing. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's so weird, dude. Because like, with with we talk about this right, and like, I I swear these manufacturers are having. You know, they have focus groups and are talking to their audience, right? And their 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 market, and like, like feedback is interpreted as like noise, right? And and it's a comfort thing. I feel right, and so like maybe that's why, like, because it's supposed to be this GT car. Again, the ride is fucked, but like that's why they deleted all that information, and it's like not supposed to be there. But like, but yeah, like as a sporty roadster, like you expect something, right? Like it's like it, you I know. think that that is part of the deal. I know. I just it's stuck in between this weird zone of like being a true GT and comfortable for long distances and rough pavement to wanting to be a full sports car. And it's just like not working. Yeah. So. The top, yeah, oh yeah, we didn't mention the top is super fast. Did you, um, top's awesome. And yeah. you could do it when rolling. So like this morning I brought my daughter to school and I put the top down, just going up to a stoplight really fast. And then approaching her school, I put it back up as we were cruising and, and it's, one touch like one it's not one touch but you have to hold the button down but you don't have to disengage anything you just press a button does it it's really nice yeah it That's is quick cool. i was annoyed that it oh what were you saying Warren? nothing nothing go on no, i was just annoyed that it doesn't bring your windows back up you it does you just have to hold it oh you have to keep holding it yeah yeah you just hold it oh it shit it. i <laughs> i was letting oh. go i thought because it, i let go when it beeps so it chime it chimes when it when it's done with its process and yeah. then if you just you just keep doing it for it's like you know probably a half second longer you just keep holding oh it shit and it, and it starts rolling Dude. up the windows oh, okay that's good to know yeah because as soon yeah. as it chimed I, I pulled my finger off and what the hell mm-hmm. oh the yeah, lights are insane then, um, dude the, uh, at night up? when you when i drove it at night just i drove it yeah. briefly but the lights were so powerful they're like mm-hmm. um they're really good yeah, I had a nice. problem. I didn't know if they were on or not. It does like a weird. It's just like a click. It doesn't do the. Um, it doesn't go through like detents. It's just like a. It's like resistant. I don't. It's hard to explain. Like a like a, um on a spring. So you like go like that, and then it springs back, and it returns. Yeah. 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 So you don't know if they're on. I, I put. Yeah, them, I left them on auto, so I didn't mess with them. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's yeah. It was just kind of hard to. 
it was kind of hard to decipher what I was in looking at them too. Yeah. Um, I was going to say on the, um, on, I, I did take it on a back road, you know, on the back road, a couple back roads, but I wasn't really inclined to do so. Like a couple of times to myself, I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to, but then I was like, oh, I should, I should, you know, I made myself go on back roads basically. Well, that's like a perfect analogy for the car, right? Or, you know, it's just yeah. not really wanting you to do that. So. Yeah. But I do yeah. think also, I think it would do better on the back roads I went on if it had uh, a way softer suspension setting. Because you said it did really well and it would yep. be a sacrifice. I think it would actually help it because I still do feel like it was jittering around a lot and you could feel. Know, but that's the thing. It's like you don't want soft, but you want better rebounding. You just want I, just want, I just want better damping, dude. Yeah, it, yeah more damping. control. I mean, yeah. it didn't have. Con- I felt like it moved. It was moving around a lot on those on the, the bumpy, twisty roads I was on. And I wanted it to soak up the bumps, essentially. I wanted to do what a suspension is supposed to do. And it wasn't. It was kind of skipping on top, um, right? And I, yeah, so and then also Warren, you—I mean, are you talked about the track, dude? The traction control is not intrusive, from what I found. Nope, it's not. Like, especially with dynamic mode, <laughs> dude. Like just and by the way, first gear is so low in this thing. Yeah, like it's hard at first. It was hard for me to get away from a stoplight without basically like chirping the tires, and at one point this car. I was turning into a driveway and there was a person that was out in this Audi stopped talking to someone in, t- in the entrance. So I'm sitting there and I'm in the turn lane, like waiting and they're just sitting there like doing their thing, you know? And I, I lay a honk and they won't move. So I like press the gas and it just lights up the rear tire. <laughs> student gets like, <laughs> you know, kind of like steps the rear end down. I was like, Oh, geez. were you in dynamic mode? Uh, dude at that point i wasn't i hadn't even know dynamic even then, mode huh? yet yeah because yeah, in dynamic mode it, it lets it definitely lets you sl- slip around it doesn't let you slide i tried <laughs> but it, it lets you sl- like step out oh it'll but it'll light up the tires it'll definitely light them up yeah if you're going yeah. straight it'll light them up yeah. yeah and even today like i like stabbed it a little on this turn going to the boardwalk over the bridge on the on the turn and it'll like it stepped out the rear end so yeah yeah it's cool i mean that's I I think if the suspension, I feel like it's just lost. It's like doesn't know what it is. And I feel like if it had a smoother ride, that would do a lot towards like what we thought about this car, our impression of the overall car, because yeah. it would change like what the car is for. Right now, it's it's in this weird, it's in this weird in between land. It kind of doesn't succeed at anything really. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest detractor though, right? Like if it had the right suspension, like you, there's, there, it's a, fu- it's a, actually a fun package, right? Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, it lacks steering feel. It's got some weird technology issues, but like overall, like, especially for the price point, like it, it does it offer quite a bit of presence and you know, At all that. 80 grand. Yeah. I mean, you're rolling around. You're like, I mean, if you want to be, <laughs> yeah, if you want to be show, like show off, but also not be like, kind of outlandish or crazy yeah and have a um a premium mark i mean it does it checks a lot of those boxes you know if you're a real estate agent and you want to like show that you're the you're the big guy in town like this thing's pretty i mean it has a (laughs) it definitely has a lot of presence and for only 80 grand yeah i know it's weird to say but that is not a lot of money these days for for the presence that it has yeah you definitely won't see a lot of them that's that's also true yeah, yeah. A rare car. it's borderline exotic, right? And starting right. Yeah. it up, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. I do like what Art said, though, about having that black trim replaced with the 
silver or whatever they they do around the grill and and even the uh, the fender vent where it says Jaguar, um, having that be not gloss black, mm-hmm. I think would help and a better color. And then also like maybe just a little bit more sidewall would help the ride quite a bit too. Like we're once again on these, I don't know how, I don't, no, I don't, the, th- I don't think it was tire size. tires. I think it's straight up suspension. Yeah. It's the damn, well, you just can don't feel think it helps. It. Yeah. It's, 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 I I, like- it's, but it's not about it. I, I don't it's not in the tires it's like it's busy right it's a very busy yeah. ride it's like that's what's weird it's yeah. like it's totally does not match the character at all uh, of the car at all <laughs> the car feels uh screwed together fairly nicely yeah it does i'll say that it's like not a you know very little creaks or moans or crap you know anything totally yeah dude I, so I um, agree with that. um i had a, i had asked warren to like see if he, he or you can take a picture of the engine or check it out because i didn't get a chance to <laughs> yeah, we looked at it. And uh you guys showed me a picture of it. Dude, it's like there's it's nothing. It's like there's not even it's not a conversation point. And like I feel like that's part of the Aston Jaguar thing too, right? Where it's like it's it's a detail thing, right? Like where you want to you want to look at it in an Aston and they take they put effort into the design. Uh whereas this it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if yeah. historic I mean a, a, like an E-type Roadster, e, a Jaguar E-type had such a nice-looking engine, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even um, I mean, I think it's recent, right? Like contemporary, yeah. where you're talking about that, the price point and the persona behind the buy or be, be behind the car and all that. But like, yeah, you could definitely see where like it's a little. You could see the budget-mindedness in this car. Yeah, like even the side vents. There's just. I mean, it's the organic shape of the overall vehicle. I think is pretty good. It's just lacking some little, refi- little details that would like bring it over the edge, and mm-hmm. um, like having a nice looking intake manifold when you took the plastic one. You know that said Jaguar in there or anything. You know, it doesn't have any of that. It's just like this. Yeah. It's all cast We're back metal, to the time yeah, where like, there's yeah. no reason to open the hood anymore, so no one does, I guess. And I know. Yeah, but. Uh, and also, dude, again, no reason to open the hood. You're not going to work on this car yourself, but goddamn, there's no way you could. There is no room in that engine bay. I mean, from the top of the shock tower to the start of the supercharger, maybe you could get your hand between the, those two things. It was like so tight. Yeah. Do you think it's special tools or, or engine out for this stuff? Engine <laughs> out. I bet it's, well, I bet you like there's service mode or whatever where you take the supercharger off in 10, 15 minutes if you're a pro. Maybe I'm totally talking out of my ass right now, but there's got to be some mode where you like take that whole thing off and then you can see things mm. uh, easier or maybe it's engine out, but crazy tight uh, engine bay. And there's no wonder. I mean, it's a V8, supercharged V8 in a relatively small space. So I'm not shocked by that but yeah yep jaguar no does it to... they do have to be commended on a pretty organic d- shape and you know yeah we're talking about like m4 m3s and all this stuff I know, where they everything's so crazy like this thing is like i mean they it's they did it's pretty well done you know and it probably is a smart move to make it feel 10 years old for their demographic yeah. <laughs> really yeah, because they don't. Uh, uh, yeah, they're not going to want the crazy Predator grills and all that kind of shit, right? For something like this. Although I bet those people would appreciate stuff. vent control buttons or a dial. <laughs> That's true. Very good That's point. That's true. Yeah. Well, like I said, identity crisis. They can't quite do it all. So yeah. Anyways, and I think it's, it's one of those things too. Like Jaguar Land Rover has always been way behind on this kind of stuff because they just don't have the budget, right? Like the tech. 
So just make the best analog stuff, dude. Be those guys, right? Be that. I know. Like, make that your mark. And yeah, we don't subscribe to that high tech stuff. Yeah, we do it don't, this way. Like, you're you're gentlemen. You gentlemen don't use touch screens and go through all this <laughs> stuff. Like, come on. Or maybe they have their passenger handle that. <laughs> Live it up. You're, you're a gentleman. <laughs> Jeeps. All right, trivia time. When was the last Jaguar V12 produced? Hmm. When did Jaguar give up the 12 cylinder Tango or whatever you want to call it? The 12 cylinder two step, the, the double six dip. Double six dip. I like that. I don't know. Uh, 2003. So that would be that Lance. XK, right? They made those in a V12? XK, they did not. Supercharged V8 for an uh, XK. Yeah, so I thought it would be the one before. What's the one before? Like The, the sedan is called an XJ. XJ. Huh. I'm going to go 99. 99. You both went too far 97 97 17th of april 1997 was the last v12 and it was in an xj12 so i don't know if they still called it that but listen to this that same v12 started life as a potential lamar contender in the 1960s stillborn xj13 which if you can picture that thing it's pretty amazing and essentially it was the same design until it went from 5 liter to 5.3 and then a 6 liter in 1993 the same basic V12 from 1960s that's until like the, 1997 that's that one what is it the 5 and 3 quarter liter or whatever like that's like the same yeah. engine for 60 years or something as well yeah yeah so there you go uh no more V12s i doubt we'll obviously never see that again and uh the V12s dying anyhow so that gets back yeah. to our do we really care <laughs> Definitely not in that car, yeah. but the XJR was a supercharged V8 and it was got a lot of punch to it. But uh, that was like ninety nine. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, fun fact: I drove uh, David Spade's uh, supercharged XJR. It the was comedian. Tuned. The, yes, David the Spade. David was, Spade. It was it, it. It had been his, or it was his. It was just his. He sold it uh, to my friend's dad, and we got to take it around. Tom Sweet. and I. Nice. Black, black, Jaguar XJR. So technically, like Spade and I are pretty close. You guys That's are cool, you guys man. Are pretty nice. sweet. So, um, have you met Adam Sandler? <laughs> no, he's too cool. What about his body double? We know his body double. That's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, bonus trivia. Uh, Jujetto Jujaro has designed a lot of cool things. Did you know he designed a Nikon camera? The F4S Jujaro design. Hmm. Is that interesting? That's cool to know. It's pretty cool. He's I also mean, designed. It, he basically just like he could be like, yeah, that's my design. It's, the cameras <laughs> know, all right. look like Jujaro design. <laughs> like no, put the handle there and then like the button on top. That's me. Yeah. Let me see um, what the Nikon F4S looks like. I want one of those Jujaro cool. uh, Seiko. Looks like nineties. Yeah, oh yeah, those are those are neat. Um, he also made um, an organ, uh, the Cathedral of Lausanne, Lausanne, composed of about seven thousand pipes. He's uh, designed Pasta, uh, Tractor, the Seiko wristwatch, of course, um, a train. Tr I mean, dude, what hasn't he designed? Basketball? He designed Walkways. a basketball? 
Yeah, the molten <laughs> basketball design official game ball for the for the FIBA, which is like the uh, international NBA. What the fuck? I don't understand. <laughs> like, what? Dude, the trend, not, there's the pattern on it, I guess. You're clearly not a designer. <laughs> dude, dude, he basketball. designed tires, dude, or his yeah, firm dude. did. Molten basketball. Oh, FIBA. whoa! Look at that. Yeah, that's it's different. <laughs> Wacky. Yeah. So, anyways, that's a little shout out. By the way, still alive, 83 years old, uh, born in 1938, guys. Wow, he's actually. Yeah, that's not. I mean, that guy. So, how old was he when he did all? Was in his heyday, like mid 70s. Oh, it depends what you consider his heyday. I mean, he designed the Mark One Golf. Uh, the yeah, which is seventy four. That means he designed it probably in like seventy or something. Delorean. <laughs> Um, and the other thing, he designed the Eagle Premier, which looks exactly like that Renault Twenty One. Oh, that's right. The, yeah, yeah, it does. Dude, what about identical. the? Um, uh, didn't he do the Delta Integrale as well? I don't know. Did he? I'm pretty sure look. he did. Lancia. Uh, yeah. Well, he did the Delta. So yeah, look at the C pillar. The C pillar is like so golf Mark One golf. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, his, his, the list of designs are incredible. And I'd love to know what, how involved Lotus he was in some spree. of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Julia Sprint GT Alpha. Yeah, that's a weird one because it's not – if you put that next to the rest of these, it doesn't look anything like it. Yeah, because his yeah. whole thing was like curves are lame or something. Or what did he say? Like I forget what he – like there was that one quote where like <laughs> – like, Yeah, yeah curves, curves are lame, being, bro. He's like, I think curves that was are stupid. Was. Um, this is hilarious. Buick Park Avenue Ultra, 1989 to 1990. Interior seating. So oh. He just did the seats. Uh, but he did the BMW M1. Um, he did the... Uh, I mean, there's so many. You can go on and on. I feel like there was a couple other outliers, like the Alpha. I don't know. Right Anyways, he's a legend. Dude, Living going back Chiraco, to Jack, though, Golf, Jetta, Passat. Going back to Jack, Carmen though, Gia. I know it's a terrible idea, but I really, really like like XJSs. <laughs> like, you know, up until the early 90s, especially, like those ones. Um, For sure. They're so fucking cool looking. But They I, did make a 12-cylinder. Um, I think they might have made a 12-cylinder yeah, they manual. Did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They're terrible. They were terrible new. They're worse now. Dude, they're, they're so awful. cool. Like, so there's that one race car, right? That was the V12. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Well, um, mo weren't most of them 12 cylinders? I thought they... Uh, no, they also had an worse. inline six, right? Inline like, six. I know, but weren't most of them that we got 12 cylinders? I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like every one I see is a 12. Probably the only ones that were worth keeping going. They're so fucking but cool, But even man. those, I remember like hearing things about when they were brand new and like they'd be in the shop like every week. Yeah. So what, sure. I mean, it's, it's just everything's terrible then. Like, what? What is it? What? I what, think what? so. I mean, yeah. You read a read a review. Like, try to find a long term test of one of those cars, and it'll be laughable. Like, by the way, they weigh over story, four thousand pounds, dude. There's a story of one like catching on fire, brand new. Sweet. Um, or like the window wouldn't roll down. You know, it's just like tons of stuff like that. But yeah, at this point, who knows? Maybe. Maybe f people figured it out. You get on those uh, British car forums. Uh, what about singerized <laughs> XJS? <laughs> you basically replace everything. It's just I the think shell, the way right? to do that. What is the that way to do that? Is you go full electric. You just make it a just Tesla model XKS. That's actually probably doable too, because that is like a. I mean, I'm sure. I think the fit and finish is actually pretty nice and everything. So, it's like starting with a decent 
platform, but you would want to replace engine, trans, all that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's like a ship of Theseus thing, right? Or the grandpa's grandpa's axe where it's like you just have the shape, but everything yeah. is, is fucking is something it's modernized or changed or mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think what you're after art is just being able to walk away from it in a parking lot and look back and go, uh huh. That's I mean, all you want. That's yeah. the only experience that you're really interested yeah. in. The the ride, the how it handles, like the, the creaks. That, that front wheel well to fender gap is so awesome on those, dude. It's like three Thank inches. It's a good car. They're great cars, Art. You get one. Let's see. Yeah. All right. I think that's a podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. See Later. ya.